I need that sports, sports encyclopedia. We were at Steve Kim. Got Trent in the cut. What up, what up, what up, man? The real Coach JB. My main man, Big Smitty. Ah! Are y'all ready for this? like something to prove Came to a conclusion that In any metric, coach, you cannot have Russell Wilson. Here. Nick gave me my first offer. Like, it, it, you gotta have that story. You gotta be marketable. Hockey, football, baseball, then basketball. Oh, I love this fucking show so much. Are you mixing light and dark? At 11 a.m. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm elated that I can be able to coach, that I can be able to mentor these kids, uh, and give them everything that I've learned over the last 20 years. Get Smitty and Jason Brown killed it, yeah, it's a wrap. We want the game to miss and we switched it and filled the gap. Smitty and Jason Brown, we killed it, yeah, it's a wrap. We want the game to miss and we switched it and filled the gap. You are now to the coach JB. Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Derek? Man, God, I hate this dang phone line, man. I'm sorry, Jay. I spent all this dang money on this phone line, and the, the signal was horrible. I don't get it. Guess what? All right. Appreciate you. We got a new deal with Mint Mobile. I just saved your whole life in phone drama. Mint Mobile is now a new proud sponsor of the Coach AB Show with Big Smitty. Stop Big playing. Smitty. Your problems have been solved. We got a partnership with Mint Mobile? You talking about Ryan Reynolds Mint Mobile? Stop playing right now. Hold Mint on. Let, let me Google you, this real quick. You can try mintmobile.com slash CoachJB and get three months free when you use the promo code CoachJB. Hey, man, I did, I did a quick Google search real quick to make sure you wasn't playing around. Right, they got plans as low as $15? They got plans for $30 Unlimited everything, speed, coverage, data, access to 5G, unlimited talk, text, mobile hotspots. You can talk in Mexico, talk in Canada, and they're built on the nation's largest 5G network. Are you kidding me, JP? Hey, and everyone wants to know how hard it is to switch to your service. Big Wireless wants to think it's hard. They want you to think it's hard, Big Smitty, but switching to Mint is super easy. Thanks to digital eSIM cards, which most phones now have. You can sign up and activate immediately right on your phone. From the comfort of your own home, Mint Mobile does it all. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. That's why the Coach JB Show with Big Smitty is proud new sponsor using promo code Coach JB. TryMintMobile.com. This is where it's at. We got it, Big Smitty. So, hey, 
I'm switching over to Mint Mobile right now, JB. I'm done with this company I'm working with. They they crazy. The the, the line it, it, it never works. The signal is out, and it costs too much money. I'm going over to Mint Mobile, JB, and y'all should do the same. Big Smitty, I'm calling you right now. JB, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile clears day. I hear you clear. The new promo code, Coach JB, right here, three months free. Mint Mobile, try mintmobile.com slash Coach JB and get you there free. Three months off, family deals, all deals, short, fat, skinny, and tall. Mint does it all. Proud new sponsor. Much love. We'll see you later. Peace. What up, what up, what up, man? The Real Coach JB here. We are getting it live. It is E-Dub Eric Weddle Monday, and I'm a gremlin today. I'll be nice and sweet and cool, but if you throw some water on my motherfucking ass, I might spit some venom at your ass today because this show is going to be epic. It is E-Dub Super Bowl champ Eric Weddle Monday. He'll be joining us, giving us all kind of insight on what a Super Bowl is, the prep to the Super Bowl, what it leads up to, and what it is during the Super Bowl radio row, how crazy it is, and uh, all that and some more. But it is a loaded Monday, just so you know. Give you a little lineup so you know what's going on today. Big Matt McChesney has some breaking news that you will not want to miss i hope everybody shares this on twitter right now live blow this show up get ten thousand people in here live because it's about to be crazy show today big matt has something to get off his chest about his alma mater and you know who that is stay tuned it is going to be very very interesting to say the least you do not want to miss this one plus we're going to dive into that but we have sweetness One of the greatest running backs of all time, Walter Payton's son, Jared Payton. Miami Hurricane University running back, Jared Payton, who covers the Chicago Bears, joining us as well. This show is going to be off the chain. He's going to break down the Justin Fields, Chicago Bears things that he covers there in Chicago. We're going to break that down. Eric Weddle, of course, Big Matt, and and jared payton don't miss this one it is going to be epic pound the like subscribe become a member we're going to dive into it uh and and we can't i can't wait to address everybody from blake borvitz kansas city goggle wearing cats kcbd made a new account to join us come in the account just because the chiefs finally won a game and and now he's back Ooh, can't wait to cover all this stuff uh but listen man You know, breaks my heart to have to discuss the mourning that we're in for Big Smitty. And he feels the same way about me with Patrick Mahomes. We are in a very, very, what do we call that? A conundrum. We got a very, very interesting show today because today Patrick Mahomes may be carrying me like I carried him, like a baby. And all the Lamar Jackson supporters that and Smitty is gonna take some heat today because Lamar didn't look good and lost yet another playoff game. Ah, I don't know who's where we go with this show. It's gonna be crazy because I don't know. It's uh, we were in a no win situation. One of us, great 
co-host of the Coach AB Show with Big Smitty. Myself, Big Smitty, one of us was going to be fucked today. And it ended up being both of us. Both of us are fucked today. So, with great humility, I have to bring in the great co-host, the, the, the LeBron hairline having, the, the, the AR5 goggle wearing, the Lamar Jackson enthusiast, the Far East Side Post Road 317, Ball State legend, Fox Sports, go getting grinder. <sighs> Naptown's finest. My great co-host. Please, everybody, give him a break. He's young. He just turned 30 years old. He doesn't know how to handle adversity like I do. Please take it easy on my main man, Smitty, today. We already got 800 people in here in five minutes. Make sure you guys pound the like. Take it easy. But welcome in. I don't know if we have a sad song or not. Do we have a sad song? Maybe we have a sad song for Big Smitty. But please don't. Hold on. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. It was at this moment. Big Smitty. Very, 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 very humbling approach to this morning show. Big Smitty, you got glasses on looking like Bell Biv DeVoe today. What do you got to say, Big Smitty, to address all the haters, everybody out there that's going to give you a lot of slack because I'm ready to take it on as well. We're fighting two fronts here, from two different battles from the same backyard, Smitty. We got to man up today, Smitty. We got to back each other up today, Smitty. I don't know if you realize, like, I got to almost help you out with Lamar. You guys got you got to help me out with Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if you're ready. I got it. We can't really be against each other today but because we got a loaded show, Big Smitty. So I don't know. You can just stay quiet and get your thoughts together. I'll give you the rundown while you enjoy Smitty's uh, morning's face. Um, but as the thumbnail shows, everybody out there, Andy Reid carrying Mahomes into another Super Bowl is the real shit. <laughs> can't wait to dive in. I'm ready for the heat. Patrick Mahomes is getting carried like a backpack to elementary school by Andy Reid. Yet again. Yes, that's what it is. We're going to break it down, KC Terrorhead. Hold it. Where are all the Chief fans at? I know y'all in here. I lost the Ravens fans, so the Ravens fans, you know, they can't say nothing today. It's funny how the internet works. They talk a lot of shit, and then they go quiet when their team loses. So I lost one battlefront, so the, 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 the Ravens flock's gone for me, so I'm good. I'm clear on that. Now I got the Chiefs Queendom, and I'm here for it. I can't wait to dive into it. Uh, Andy Reid carrying Mahomes. Spagnola carrying Mahomes. Oh, my goodness. Can't wait to dive into it. 30 of 39 for 240? <laughs> We're going to dive into it. We're going to dive into it. Lamar chokes again. Oh, big city. Lamar chokes again. Oh, my goodness. Grace. Oh, my God. What is he doing? What is he doing? <laughs> you know what's funny about that play? They're blaming, likely 
on the internet. They're blaming Likely for throwing his hand up in triple coverage, and they said it's his fault. Lamar threw the ball. <laughs> Don't you handle. They said Likely's fault. Homie, Ryan Clark said it was Likely's fault, dog. Dog, the internet defends Lamar Jackson like I've never seen before. I, it blows my mind. They said, Likely, don't throw your hand up. You're going to make Lamar throw it. <laughs> I thought you said we were working together today, JB. I thought we were working together. This doesn't seem like we're working together right oh, now, JB. I'm not going against you, Smitty. I'm just trying to introduce the show, Smitty. That's all. Nothing nah, against you, Smitty. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. Oh, yeah, yeah you're good, Continue. Smitty. Continue. 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 Morning, Smitty. We got that. We got that. Uh, Dan Campbell display <laughs> one of the biggest epic fails I've ever seen. And I don't want to hear nobody defending Dan Campbell today. Bite off your kneecaps, Dan Campbell. Shit. Kick a field goal ass, Dan Campbell. I can't wait to dive into this one. Uh, Ravens D coordinator while Lamar was throwing into triple coverage. McDonald is to meet with the commanders today. One day after losing to the Chiefs, horrible timing, horrible display of professionalism by not only McDonald, but by the NFL for allowing these meetings to occur during the playoffs, during a Super Bowl run, when you're showing that you really are putting your players second fiddle on your current roster and interviewing and focusing on getting a head coaching job on another roster. I am sick and tired of it. We're going to dive into it and break that down. Jim Harbaugh, the new Chargers head coach, said he was starstruck to meet Justin Herbert. I don't love it. I don't love it, but I do love what he does when building programs. So I'm buying in. I'm, I'm all in on Jim Harbaugh. The Browns are going to hire ex-Bills offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey. Uh, love it or like it, pound the like. Either way, we're going to break that down. Uh, Kadarius Tony goes live on IG. Wait till you hear this one if you haven't already. What a shit bird. We're going to dive into that. And LeBron delivers in a huge way as the Lakers beat Steph's Warriors in two overtimes. Steph dropped 43. LeBron did some things that has never been done since Kareem. Uh, we're going to dive into that. And, uh, Big Matt McChesney, fellas. I just got to let you know, ladies and gentlemen, joins us to drop some breaking news in some groundbreaking fashion about Dion in Colorado. That's all I'm going to tell you. Smitty may be a little overwhelmed today. This is a big-time show, fellas. I just don't – everybody understand this is a big-time show today, and I just want to make sure you guys help us with Smitty carrying him along. I've been here, done that, so I understand Mahomes' take and hate. I'm going to take that in the chin. We're going to get into it. Uh, but let's start off with the quote of the day uh, brought to you by betonline.ag. Use the promo code CoachJB. Um, or sorry, use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and get you 50% off plus welcome bonus. BetOnline, where the game spark starts. You got Super Bowl bets. You got NBA. You got hockey. Woo, baseball's getting ready to start. BetOnline, where the game starts. Promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Quote of the day. If you want to fly, Big Smitty, give up everything that weighs you down. Mm. If you want to fly, give up everything that weighs you down. 
Unfortunately, we can't be on all the platforms today because TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook has me banned and suspended. Smitty <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> is laughing because he's came and brought this up to my, uh, you know, JB, let's make some money. Let's not do nothing dumb. And we've talked about it all the time. And I didn't even cuss this time, Smitty. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't cuss. I abbreviated the cuss words. Mm, okay. But, so apparently you can abbreviate cuss words, or actually you could just straight out cuss me out. But I, if I respond, do you know why that is? I, I'm curious. Yeah, I think the algorithm is working against you now. I, I think they they're so used to your history of what you used to do and say people's history. Yes. Yeah, so now it, it, you know what you're the Draymond Green of the internet. Mm. So you know it, Draymond can slap somebody in the hand and he's gonna get suspended now. Because they the history of it. So now I'm you can't say my nothing. My phone just sitting here, Smitty. My phone just not on nothing. Yeah, you can't I, even. You should turn your phone off right now. You shouldn't even like, have it on. Yeah, I can't go on Instagram. I can't go on TikTok. I can't do nothing. <laughs> Apple, Apple might suspend you from texting. That might be the next thing. You might, you might not be able to FaceTime or text. Still, still, I don't. I never use the blame game. It just feels like they're against me. Don't you ever feel that way? Don't, you ever, don't we love playing the victim? Sometimes we love playing the victim. It's easy. They're against me. I feel it right now. I got to just just shut up, I guess, Smitty, and just don't say nothing ever. I just got to take it. I got to take the hate. Uh, the Casey, Queendom fan base, I just got to take them. They can DM me and say, I want to kill you, JB, because that's what I got. I get those. I get that. But they, Instagram lets that go. And then I get to go, and then I, sh I get to scroll videos and reels, and then you know, girls hold monkeys out. Like, it's okay. That's okay. Like, no. the whole monkeys out. Like, I see the labia. I see the the, the string <laughs> from the tampon <laughs> and the motherfucking print. And it's okay, Smitty. I see the ass shaking. It's fine. Like, I see lips and lips. It's okay. But don't say, damn, JB, you are suspended. So, the algorithm must really be against me, Jay, uh, Smitty. I'm going <clears> to <throat> be honest. Um, they call it hate speech. Yeah, hate speech. Yep, 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 yep. Porn's okay. Hate speech, no. All right, so look. <clears throat> Whew, contrary to belief, we got a load of show today. I'm going to let you know. It is packed house today. Contrary to belief. Big Smitty, if you tell the truth, you don't have to remember anything. Mm. If you That's tell right. the truth, you don't have to remember anything. That's why I just have a freedom of speech. See, I guess my speech is so free in my mind because I just tell the truth. I don't have to remember shit. I'm just like, ah, uh, JB, what happened? Oh, well, you was a bitch, and then you call, I called you out. At, oh, it was three years ago. Well, what do you mean? I, you asked me what happened. I called <laughs> you. I just told you you was a bitch. Oh, that's you can't say that. Well, I, I don't I don't remember shit. I just try to tell you the truth. I don't have to remember shit if you, you know. He lies, Smitty. He lied, and you have to go like, oh, fuck. Did I lie about that? Did I remember to lie? When I said I, I like Smitty, but did I? When did I? Did I say I liked him? I got to remember shit. Nah, I don't want to remember nothing. I just tell the truth exactly when it was. Poll question, Big Smitty. Who will win the Super Bowl? Ah, man. That's the poll <laughs> Smitty's very quiet today because, in, in right fashion, we have a lot to go on. Smitty, his wheels are turning. We got a lot going on right now. Uh, we don't the, – the most hated team in my world, contrary to all of your beliefs, is not the Chiefs. 
It's the 49ers, as Eric Weddle will be joining us to explain as well. We do not like 49ers here in L.A. We do not like the 49ers. We do not appreciate the 49ers being in Super Bowls. And I'm just telling you right now. Take a deep breath, Smitty. You better not say what I think you about to say. It's hard to come out of the closet. Pause. Pause. But I, if you put a, if you put a, what do you call it when it's fake? Like a fake gun, like when you fake. Uh, cat? I don't know. I don't know. No, it's called a uh, reverb or a, a BB gun. I don't no, know. it's like when you do it with a symbol. Oh, um, anyway, when you put a fake Fugazi, nah, when you put a fake moon to my head mm-hmm. and, and ask me, who do you take in the Super Bowl? Who are you voting, rooting for? Proverbial. Nah, it's not proverbial. <laughs> um, I had to go with Andy Reid and the Chiefs, dog. I got to go Andy Reid and the Chiefs, Smitty, because of Andy Reid that is a California native, one of the greatest coaches of all time, and I do know for a fact that he's the guy carrying this team and this quarterback on his back, on this in this backpack. Mm. And um, mm. I, I have to root for him because I can never vote root, vote root, whatever it's called. For the 49ers. I can't. They're the hated ones. They're the hated ones. Now, Mahomes will probably go out and be mid again in the Super Bowl, as he always is. And they could win it because Andy Reid dials up the right plays and the right time. And I just can't root for the 49ers. I just can't root for them. It, it, any, if the Giants in baseball were in the World Series, Big Smitty, I can't root for the San Francisco Giants. The Southern California thing and the Northern California thing, Smitty, I don't know if you could correlate that or relate that with you. Probably the far east side. Is that like a Naptown versus Gary? Or I mean, like, you, you got to have something, right? Is, this, is it Indianapolis versus Chicago? Like, what, what, what would be the close? What is the thing? <sighs> Northern Cali and Southern California, the Nortenos and the Sartenos and the Sarenos. We don't get down. I'll ask my Mexican homies. The Sorteños and the Norteños and the Sorenos, they don't get along. Uh, you know, we don't like the Bay Area cats. The rap is different. And we love E40, but it's a total different lingo. It's always foggy up there. It's always cloudy. It's like the Kansas of California. Mm. And we don't like Kansas. And we don't like Kansas of Californias. So... The Northern California Bay Area, we don't like. And it's almost, it's just right there with the Kansas City Queendom fan base, Mitty. But I got to go with Andy Reid and just think that way. I just think Andy Reid versus the world. Andy's going to win this thing. Not the Queendom. Andy. So that's who I've got to roll with, Smitty. I'm sorry. I do. I have to tell you I'm sorry right now in front of everybody. I am sorry. I have to go against... I have to I have to go with Andy Reid, and that he actually happens to be a coach on that team that we don't like. <laughs> but you know what you know what comes with that, though. You know, I listen. We we love Andy. There's no beef towards Andy. 
But what comes with that is the Mahomes stands, the Queen Dome, Taylor Swift. Ah, Taylor Swift again for another game, y'all. You know that camera's going to be on her for more of the game than the damn game itself. Oh, my God. He's holding me, Smitty. This is the worst day of my life. Not only does Lamar Jeffrey Jackson lose in the AFC Championship game, but they lost to the damn Chiefs, a team that I despise, a team that that keeps me up at night, a team that 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 just pisses me off when I see ah when I see them. Oh, this, why'd you throw your hand up, Likely? It's uh, all your fault. Oh my god, it was a pass interference. They bumped them. If if the table if it was was reversed, they would have caught pass interference from Mahomes because they was calling everything when Mahomes got touched, or if, if the Ravens players taunted, but when it was flipped, they didn't want to call it, man. I just oh why are you pushing this in? Swift and Kelsey? What are we doing? Swift, Kelsey, what are we doing to us? Ah, supervisor ball, no. I just don't get it, man. I just don't get it, man. Just um, it's just a tough day for the Coach JB show. That's why I came here with the glasses on, the black jacket, man. It's just, it's, I feel like we're at a funeral today, man. It's uh, and I think really the funeral represents the the the, the death, at least short term. Of JB and myself really arguing a lot. I mean, well, I'm sure we'll debate a little bit on today's show, but we got to come together in this moment, man. You know, during funerals, that's the time where families typically come together. And I think right now we're, we're you know we're, we're battling the same beast, you know. And I, I have to admit as well to your your chief's point. As much as I hate to say it, and, and we got time, my pick might change. But as I stand here today, I I, I don't see the Niners winning this game. I'm gonna be honest with you. The way the Niners looked against the, the, the Lions, the Lions should have won the game. They Let's they beat back. themselves. Green Bay. They should have lost two games. Yes, 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 yes. And I just feel like the Chiefs are the Chiefs are just hot. I, I like I, if I put my money on the game, I'm putting my money on the Chiefs. And that's just me. Like you guys know, I don't like the Chiefs. So by me saying that, this is not no this is no goggles, nothing, none of that. I just don't see it. Will I be rooting for the Niners? Me? I'm not from L.A., so I get why JB feels the way he does about the Niners. I'm not from out here, so I will be rooting for the Niners because I'm basically – I cheer for anybody except the Chiefs. If my coach is not playing, I want the Chiefs to lose, and whoever can make that happen is what I want. You got Mahomes carrying JB with, with one hand, too. Like, he doesn't even care if you fall, JB. Like, he's not even really, like, protecting you fully. He, he's like a careless parent. You know, he's rocky with one hand. You obviously look like you're fucking hungry in this picture. You haven't, you, you don't have a bottle, a pacifier, and he's just smiling. Just an abusive parent. An abusive parent is what Mahomes is in this situation as he's carrying you. And I just don't understand how we're in this position right now. None of our pr- predictions, I think, came to light. I. I I'm just, I'm just confused, man. Zay Flowers, Zay Flowers. Not only do you get a dumbass penalty, a stupid penalty, you make up for it, get those yards back, and you're literally an inch away from making this game a 14 to 17 game. 14 to 17, JB, and he fumbles the ball. He fumbles the ball. They kick a field goal a few minutes later. 
The game was supposed to be tied. Not 10 to 17. It's supposed to be 17 to 17. All the talk about the bat and Lamar did not play well. I am going to admit it right here. Lamar did not play well. He did not let loose. I thought I thought Lamar should have ran more. Like himself. I thought he played stiff. The, the, a lot of his passes were off by like just a hair. The, the 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 decision to pass to Likely was a bad decision, although there it was a pass interference. The the decision it shouldn't even went to him in the first place. But with all that being said, with every with all that being true, and, and you know what, chat, give me hell because you're right. Lamar did not play well. I, I'm going to own that. But with all that being true, if Zay Flowers holds on to the ball, this game is going to overtime. And who hey, knows what happened? Smitty, we got Smitty. You might take. You want to take your glasses off for this one because we got a major, uh, unbelievable guest sitting here, just shaking his head at you, listening to you go on a rant. And, and I gotta just bring him in, man. This is the son. Uh, this is his own man, by the way. Don't get it twisted. Jared Payton does great things. Division one, Miami Hurricane, great fucking player, great football player, and now a huge advocate, huge. Uh, Community work, does great work in Chicago for the Browns organization, his uh, father's great uh, organization. Uh, the, the one and only Jarrett Payton joins the show. Uh, clap it up. Man, man, brother, it's been a while, brother. I miss you, man. How you been? Are oh, you muted. you muted. Hold up. Hold there up. you go. Hey. Now listen, I had those on too, but first I was gonna put these on because I, I was I wanted to feel nice and comfortable, you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey. Schmitty, I put see them, you put them back on. Hey. Put them, you put them hey, back on. on. Hey, hey. Man. man, Jared, it's coach, been a minute, coach, man. I appreciate you hopping on here. I know you're getting ready to go to Super Bowl Radio Row. I might be down there too for a few days. Uh, Schmitty can't make it. He working Fox. Fox don't let him. You know they don't let him out and stuff. So uh, I'll just fuck with it. Jared. Uh, first of all, man, let me let me just dive into this real quick. Uh, Smitty's take. Uh, the the thumbnail here is I got Andy Reid carrying Mahomes in a backpack like he's carrying him again. Uh, now listen, we all love Patrick Mahomes. Everybody thinks he's great and all this. I I give him hell because I the Queendom fan base I call him just hates me to death. But having said that, Jared, is Andy Reid getting a little bit uh? Is he underappreciated in this whole thing? Because this team right here was thrown under the bus six weeks ago. They don't have no receiver. They dropping the ball. They ain't got... And Andy Reid again is in another Super Bowl. Like, can we can we really break it down? Like, I'm be honest. This guy right here may be one of the. Uh... Here's my question for you: Is Andy Reid closer to being the goat than Patrick Mahomes is? Ooh, <laughs> man. I, man, I, I, I always try to separate these the the quarterbacks and the and the coaches. You know, even with Belichick and Brady, like I'm always trying to because I always feel like when you talk about the best player, and this is coach, this is where I have the issue when I you know talk about my pops, man. Like I always talk about him. They're always like, well, who's the greatest running back? Well, you got Barry Sanders. You got you know. Uh, God rest his soul, Jim Brown. But when I look at my pops, I don't even put him in that category. I put him in as just a football player. If you're looking at a dude that was supposed to play football, like to me, 
he's one he's in that top five of all-time greatest football players not running backs just all they do so I try to separate it does Mahomes and what he's done this year and I know you give him a lot of flack I know you do I was looking I see the tweets I understand it but uh he what he's done this year and what Andy Reid has done together is special because I did not think that these dudes would be going back to the Super Bowl. I nobody, I, I just, nobody did. I nobody. I, I was like, they're, they're done. They're cooked. Like they can't make it happen. Mahomes screaming on the sidelines, upset with people. Guys dropping passes. Got guys lining off off sides. Like all this stuff. To see them click down the stretch right now, man, is especially the relationship between. Mahomes and, and Kelsey because a lot of people counted Kelsey out like I, I, I was the one that took the video of him and Taylor first yeah. video of them together oh, bro. Yeah. Views. hey so so many people were like ah oh, he ain't focused on football and to see coach how and Smitty how they turned it on at the end of the season special I'm always going to give Mahomes credit because anytime I bet against him he he comes around and finds a way to be able to make it happen. And I'm done betting against Patrick Mahomes right now. I think you got to give him credit. But on Andy Reid's side, your question, yeah, I think so. If they keep doing what they're doing, man, they got they got the opportunity. If Andy decides he wants to keep coaching, though, coach, I don't know how much longer he, he wants to do it. I feel like he's going to keep doing this and keep coaching as long as Patrick is playing. You only – you only luck into these situations with quarterbacks like this to be able to win championships. And they got something to, they could do something that the Patriots did. They could keep going on this run. What four of the last five years. I mean, they could yep. keep going if they really want to. And to me, Andy Reid is in that conversation. He will be in that conversations of greatest coaches. And I think he does deserve a little bit more credit. No doubt. Yeah. Jared, I got to ask you that what you just mentioned. You took the video of Kelsey. Explain that video that went viral that everybody blew you up on and everybody <laughs> other mom had you on their show. Explain that video at the airport. All right. So the deal was Bears and Chiefs at Arrowhead. I was there as a my family. Uh, Eric Stone Street, the actor, he invited my family to come to to the game and sitting in, in the sky box and kind of relax. And we did I brought my son with me, but also too uh, covering the bears here in Chicago for WGN. I said, listen, I'm going to be there. And we already have a, a reporter there. I'm like, why don't we do like a little 10 minute segment? We could send it back. Like after, after the game, I'll get my credentials. So got my credential. I went downstairs after the game. And I'm, as I'm walking to get onto the elevator, the guy goes, yeah, this is the elevator. Take you downstairs. So I was like, cool. So I get down. I go downstairs. And as we're going down, I see this dude in a suit. And he's he, he's buff. He like this. And he got an earpiece <laughs> in. And he got another dude with him with a Mahomes, like a jersey on with an earpiece. So I'm like, oh, they they security. Like, oh, I know security when I see him. So we're waiting for him to get on to the elevator, the guy in the nice suit. And he takes his earpiece out. And he's like, man, I had to tell the Bears where to go. Sorry. And the lady was holding holding the elevator like she didn't say nothing like I'm like oh he's important so he was head of security for the Chiefs so I'm like all right I'm like he goes man sorry for the for the wait I said no no problem sir we get to the bottom we walk out I go do my thing we get on the field and I'm about to leave and I can see Travis in the box up there with his whole family so as I start to walk I was gonna go straight but I took a right and as I took the right I started walking down the hall back towards the Chiefs locker room 
And that same dude comes around the corner with the suit on and he stops me and yeah, he's like, Hey, what are you doing? And I was like, dude, hey, 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 yeah, I'm just, I'm trying to get to my car. It's waiting outside. He goes, stay right here. Don't move. So I was like, all right, cool. So I saw people start walking by. And you know, Coach Schmitty, you know at games, when you see people walking with jerseys on, like a bunch of them, you know, like that's the family walking, right? Yeah. So I saw yeah. I saw three Kelsey jerseys walk by. And then I saw that one of the dudes that was with, with, uh, with Taylor, from the videos uh, that I was looking at on social, walked by, and I was like, oh, bruh, she, they coming. And I could hear her voice. I already had my phone on. I had my phone on on camera, but it was closed. And I flipped that thing up. Boy, I had it like this. Man, they came around the corner, and she said, hey. I was like, oh, my God. Like, How you doing? And next thing you know, boy, that thing went 16 mil. It was crazy. <laughs> it was it, it was. It was the first time I got back to the hotel and I tell you, it was the craziest thing. Every single outlet, every person was calling me. I felt so important, man. I was like, bro. And then I'm thinking to myself, people are like, oh, uh, they, they were like uh, ex-football player. I was like, bro, dude, you, give me some credit on some of these videos. People just stealing the videos. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, what did what did Arsenal finally hey. gave us credit for breaking the news on Dion and, and and Colorado's players getting their jewelry stolen? I was the one that broke it because I know the guy's the father, so yeah. I broke it. And then Barstool finally gave us a little ad piece in the writing, but nobody's ever gave a video like they. I finally saw somebody gave you a shout out like uh, a while after, but I saw you posting like, "Damn, can I get credit for the shit?" Right. I did? Yeah, bro, just like. Just give, give it. I'm just on right? Yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm just. There it is, right for. here. Yeah, that was the first time they were together, man, and like, that's the crazy first time because of Jared Payton right here. Yes, sir. yes, sir. She looked at me like she knew me. She was like, "Hey," I was like, "Oh, shoot, <laughs> hey, hey." But I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll tell you this. I was looking forward to going to the Super Bowl this year. And, you know, being around, because we do the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, and this year, Patrick is Mahomes. He's the nominee for the Chiefs. And every single year that I've gone that he's been nominated, he's been playing in the game. So we don't get to, you know, hang out with him at the community events and some of the other stuff that we do with the NFL. So I was looking forward to this year of, like, getting a chance to hang out with him. I'm like, yeah, the way the season's going for them, they ain't going to make it. And lo and behold, they're going back to the Super Bowl again. So – I won't be able to hang with them, but at some point we're gonna sit down and be like, you know that video? Your boy took that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey man, I, uh, man, man, we can't thank you enough for getting in here. I know Smitty got some questions, but I gotta I gotta lead off here. Um, let me ask you straight up. You're in Chicago, your dad's the most iconic bear of all time. You're sitting there, you covered him, you're there. Um and and, and listen. Justin's war on me just a little bit as far as I think I think he deserves a shot just because you can't keep swapping coaches and coordinators and then quarterbacks to boot. Like, I just don't see anybody benefiting from that. So I've been on air and record saying you got to keep uh, Justin. You got to keep Justin. You kept Eberflus. Eberflus. You, you went out and said, all right, now I got to go get coordinators. The offensive coordinator they hired, Jared, to me, is a Sean McVay guy who's been with Pete Carroll, who's doing things with Justin Fields. And I got to ask you, like, or, or, I'm sorry, with Geno Smith. 
How does that fit Justin Fields, or does it? So my question to you is, are they keeping Justin in Chicago, or are they going after greener pastures, which we often see fail more than it does it succeed? So I think they should keep Justin, but what are you hearing, or or if you can even say, uh, what are you hearing there in Chicago? Because I would love for Justin to stay there, to be honest, and, and keep growing. Uh, especially with Moore at wideout who's shown promise. I think they can go get a big-time tight end or wideout and, uh, you know, maybe, uh, you know, go get go get our, our boy from Ohio State. Um, Smitty, where are you at Smitty, with Karen? Smitty, Smitty, I, my, oh, I think this is the big one right here. I think this is the big one. I thought, I thought Coach was going to say he wanted to go an opposite direction. That's what I was – I was planning on coach telling me right now that, yo, they should, he, you know, being out on the West coast, he, he seen Caleb Williams and that they should move on. That's what I, I was expecting before. I was literally just thinking about it, but now I see. Hey, I think Caleb see- Williams is a Kyler Murray esque. I think he's a bust. Okay. Uh, listen, I, I respect it. I, my biggest thing is I've always believed in Justin. I, I always have. And I felt like he hasn't he wasn't handled correctly early on in, in his career here, just with the the offensive minds that were around him. And so um, you guys both know, man, by watching there are certain things that he can do that you just don't see on on, on average film and on average tape. Now, there are there issues there. Yeah. I think we all look at, especially these young quarterbacks that come into the league. So looking at CJ Stroud this past season and what he's done, that's out of the norm. And I, I, I flip the script though. And I say, well, if Justin, you can get him the weapons that he needs, start surrounding him with more talent, but also offensive minded people that are going to help nurture him and help him grow. Because I feel like he has questions. He does he's not seeing the game. Like he was expecting he would be seeing the game and feeling the game. And there's no one there to kind of bounce that off off to with him. And so that's where Luke Getze, I don't think, vibe with him. It was like, it's this is my offense, my way or the highway. We're going to drop you back. We, you saw there was two times here in Chicago where Getze switched things up and tailored things around Justin, and that's when they had success. Now, lo and behold, you start putting more weapons around him, Marvis Harrison Jr., uh, you, you add some more weapons, I feel like he's only going to get better. I look – at Shane Waldron, I think he has an opportunity. What he did with Gino to kind of, kind of, just mix in a little bit of his thoughts. But my guy Kerry Joseph as well that they just brought over as quarterback coach. I played against him in the CFL and I played with him in Montreal, uh, in Toronto. He's one of these guys that knows the game. He won, coach. He won the MVP award in 07 when I was up there in the CFL. Man, dog, Duke and ball. But he also has that ability to talk to these young men and nurture them and help them grow. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing that. What I have heard here in Chicago. What? Be, be, not to cut you off. Do, do, why you, as you say that, <clears throat> the, the success of Jordan Love, does that put more pressure on what's happening in Chicago with Justin? Oh, de- definitely. I mean, uh, that's why I was so, that's why I was so hyped for the Lions to make it to the Super Bowl because I wanted the, the screws to tighten a little bit here in the city. I don't want us to feel mm. all Bears fans are like, oh, yeah, we don't want the Lions to win. No, I want you to feel the pressure. I want us to see the teams in the division that are in the playoffs and they doing well, like where we need to be. And we got to get our act right. 
And that comes on on Ryan Poles. And I'm I'm a Ryan Poles fan as well. I like what he's done. Um, I like what Matt Eberflus has done. I, here in Chicago, a lot of people were upset about not going out, at least even like sitting there and listening to Jim Harbaugh and having a conversation with him to see if it's even possible. But on the flip side, Eberflus, man, lost his defensive coordinator like week two. Had to start not only be a head coach, but also coach the defense, which turned around by the end of the season, um, especially looking at that team, how they were with interceptions and also be against the run. They were a totally different defense. Now, if you compare that and they want that cohesiveness and they want to be able to to kind of marry that together, I guess I see why you keep Matt Eberflus around if that's the case. The Justin thing, I see both sides. No one's saying anything, coach. I, I'm 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 tapped in with everyone. No one's it's so tight lipped right now. Like we yeah. don't know what's going on. But I would for me, either way they go, I will be okay. Because to me, it's either you're gonna stay with Justin. I'm fine with that because I believe in him. I know what he can do. But if you're telling me you're drafting a quarterback that you believe is a generational type player because you're doing your scouting and you're doing everything you need to do, and you feel like that's the way to go. I'm going to trust you until you prove me wrong and it, it doesn't work out. But for, for a guy like Ryan Poles, this is your, your, if you're going to stay with Justin, that might, if it doesn't work out, your time as GM in Chicago might be shortened. than if you go and get a new quarterback and that to me, that, that prolongs it a little bit, gives you a little bit more time with this organization when you have this young quarterback. So I, I see both sides of this. I, Poles is a guy that really likes more draft capital. And that's what I want. I want more draft capital. But I'm going to say this, Coach and Smitty, I'm going to tell you. I just want to be an organization moving forward here in Chicago that is drafting quarterbacks like every year. I don't right. care. It doesn't have to be in the first round. I just I want to draft quarterbacks to have to be able if you see a guy that's in the third round that fits your system, let's let's start nurturing and, and grooming quarterbacks. We have right. never done that here because now what you're going to ask to do is whether it's stay with Justin or if you go get Caleb and you bring him in, you're doing the exact same thing we've done for years here. And that's just throw a guy in. Let's see if he fixed the problem. And if it doesn't, then we're like, Oh, we don't have it because you look at the flip side of green Bay. What do they do? I mean, they've had the luxury of having two hall of fame quarterbacks but everyone's had a chance to be able to learn from the other one. And I think that's the reason why you start seeing success. We've never done that here in this city. And I think that's the direction that we need to go. We need to start grooming quarterbacks, cultivating quarterbacks and growing them here in Chicago. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. I mean, no one knows it more than you, but like you said, the bears have always been known for a physical team, great defense, good running game. You guys will have almost every, every piece needed except the main piece, which is the quarterback <laughs> position. <laughs> so at some point, <laughs> at what point are you going to really learn? And, you know, me just as a neutral football fan, like football is better when Chicago is good. You know, we, we want to see the bears be good. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm a believer in fields as well. I don't, I don't know what it is. I just think we're we live in this microwave society where everyone wants immediate success, like right now, and it's, and no one wants to actually, you know, groom a QB and give them three, four years to 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 really mature and wait. You know. Now, with that being said, he has been in the league for about was it three, four years now. So next season, <laughs> if they're going to stay with him. We need to see like a, a true elevation in his play. Otherwise, then they might be looking themselves in the mirror like we made a mistake. So. 
Hey, Jared, not to put you on the spot, but what is your thought right now? Like, if you were grading out polls, like, do you think he's done a good job? Are you kind of like waiting to see still? Is he in that in that middle of the, you know, of the tier year wise to say, all right, give him another year to see if he goes and gets you know, a tight end or a big-time old tackle or a D lineman? Because I think there's a few spots that you could sure up, especially protection-wise, to help Justin Oof. out and then to get another receiver. Uh, and the second part of that question is, D- is DJ Moore a number one? I think he's a number two. Or if he is a one, I think he needs another complimentary two that's yes. very, very tightly knitted with him, like as far as either go get the quick inside slot guy or go get the big outside guy. But he can't be both. No, he can't be both. Um, let's. I'll answer the first question. I'm, I'm in that middle area. I I like things that Ryan Poles is, has done and how he's addressed, especially on the defensive side. Right. So yeah, came from the Chiefs. From the so. Chiefs. He, he he knows, and he's a football guy. Like he played. Like I some of these. I'm I'm not saying that you have to play to be able to know the game. We all know that. Like we, it depends. I just love the fact that he was in the trenches, played this game, so he understands what guys are going through. Like, he he gets it. And he's an, a former offensive lineman. So this mm. year, this is this is where I want you to – and Ian Cunningham, who his assistant GM, also played offensive line. So the fact is that the, over the last two years that the offensive line has not truly, truly been addressed like it should be is concerning to me. That's one of the things, because that was one of the positions that I thought that they would sure up being former O-linemen. Like, yo, this is going to be your area for this offense to succeed. And both of you guys know, man, you're not winning anything. You're not winning anything. I don't like for real winning, unless you can dominate in the trenches on both sides of the ball. You have to be able to win the line of scrimmage. If you can't, don't you, what do you, you, you just out there playing. Like you're not, you're not going for a championship to be able to do it. To win a championship, you gotta be secure on both sides of the ball at the line of scrimmage. So I'm in that middle period. This is gonna be his third draft. I want to see what he does here because and that goes behold of what he's gonna do at, at the quarterback position. Because if you find a way to be able to trade that pick and get a haul, like I think you can to be able to take care of this organization, you could set this up, this organization up for success for years to come. Um, I think the, the biggest thing of talking to, to Bears fans is they don't want they have that FOMO. They're we're, they're yeah. worried about both sides. If yeah. Justin leaves and goes somewhere to like Atlanta and he becomes amazing, then you lose him. I'm like, okay. But then they're like, but I don't want to miss out on Caleb because if Caleb goes somewhere and he's phenomenal, now we're missing out on a generational quarterback. I'm like, I right. get that. So for Ryan Poles. This is, if not the biggest draft coming in off season for this organization, like in its history. Like this is this is this is this is where you either take a left or you take a right. Which way are you gonna go here? And that's a lot. That's a lot of pressure. I trust him to make the right decisions, but also on the flip side to your second question, I see DJ as a number one in Chicago. Right. Yeah. And I think he I I believe in my heart he's a he can be a number one. But if you do pair him with another guy, if you if it was Marvin Harrison Jr. Now, to me, that's what you've always been looking for. You're looking for that that dynamic duo. Right. And and at some point, defenses out to figure out, pick their poison and which way who they're going to try to stop here and there. And that's the chess game. And having a guy like that 
I think added to that wide receiver group is only going to help DJ do what he did this past season on a on a team offensively that was eh, they had their issues. They had their issues. They were up. They were so up and down, inconsistent here and there, not getting to. And I think we're getting so pass heavy in this in the world that we live in. And I get it. I understand. Everybody wants to throw the football. But when it comes down to it, man, you look at the postseason and it, it, that's what really shows you. Teams that can run the football, man, it might be the lost art. Running backs might be, you know, not looked at the same as they used to be. But, dude, it is so – if you can't run the football, bro, you you ain't doing nothing. So that's where we got to get back to. Smash Mouth Football, Smitty, you were talking about it. Defense and and Smash Mouth Football. We can have that nice little balance. To me, that takes a lot of pressure off of Justin, but it also give, puts Justin in situations to be successful and comfortable where, all right, now we got to put eight, nine men in the box because y'all just running down our throat and giving right. them them opportunities to be able to take those shots because he does throw a really good deep ball, but you don't get an opportunity once that box is loaded. And coach, tell me, he's got to get better and someone's got to teach him that feel of understanding man and zone and like feeling comfortable in zone he it, it just it doesn't I don't he doesn't see it and to me I would be motioning a lot more to give him some indications of like what cats are doing and they didn't do that a lot here with Luke Getze and I'm hoping moving forward with Shane Waldron that's a part of what he does just to see so we can get a get get a grasp of what's going on before play so we can dissect a little bit to feel comfortable to understand okay they're going, they going, they dropping in zone. I got to find X, Y, Z, whatever I got to do just to give them that indication a lot earlier. I like Shane Waldron higher because if it's anything like McVeigh, which he is from the tree, what he did with Gino, they're going to run a lot of, you know, boot naked, waggle, get him, get Justin on the edge. Not necessarily saying, oh, we know he can run, but, 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 but you are saying it like put him and force the corner to make a play. Like I'm going to take off and run or I'm going to make, I'm going to make a decision. You got to make a decision on that edge, force the corner, which we used to call it or drop and let me run. Like, I think he's a good fit for Justin to do some things that I just, I'm blown away, Jared, when I look at offenses with the quarterbacks that they have. And I'm like, that's why I'm so big on Greg Roman when he had Lamar, what he did with Lamar because of that's his skill set. I don't know why you haven't approached that. I wish they would have got Greg Roman in Chicago. I think it would have been huge for you guys. Um, I thought it would have been a great fit. But, you know, uh, I, I just hope they didn't get Waldron to go get another quarterback. I just don't want to see another quarterback like you said. I Draft one um, and, 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 and give them the Mahomes-Alex Smith autonomy or, you know, uh, osmosis. Let me learn from yeah. you. Like – Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers, like Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, like so many we've seen, Drew Bledsoe, Tom Brady. All the greats have had a guy. So, like, but I don't know if the young guy is willing to do it because at the college level and even at the high school level, Jarrett, we allow a thing called the transfer portal. And it is creating and it's going upwards. And I don't know if a kid wants to go there. He'll be be like, damn, trade me. (laughs) Like, if he don't play right away. So, that's, I don't that's know, Jared. I, I hope that they, they, they do the right thing is all I hope. Yeah, I just – you I know you know more than anybody, Coach, man. This is – we're living in a different world now when it comes to NIL and all this stuff, and I'm all for it. I'm all for these, these young men, young women being able to, to make money and capitalizing because 
I remember those times, you know, being in school and there. I remember them selling uh, Ken Dorsey's jersey in Miami, all the 11s, and he wasn't getting paid at all. I'm like, dang, bro, everybody's got an 11 jersey on. Can you imagine if you got like 20 bucks of each jersey, though? Like, what you could, like, could you imagine? He was like, bro. And then Clinton Portis, when he got hot, they started doing the exact same thing. So it's given these players of more of an opportunity to to have their brands and and be able to collect. I'm all in for that. But we are setting it up down the line for even the conversations that I've heard about Caleb and I've heard all over the board stuff about Caleb. I don't know right. him, so I'm going to reserve judgment until I get a chance to know him or know someone close to him. But it from the conversations of the people talking about his dad and 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 you know, calling the Ownership. shots and stuff that remember it was like he doesn't want to come to Chicago. Like Chicago's yeah, not, you know, like all this stuff is like, whoa, whoa. Like we're giving we're we're giving these young men and young women a lot of of leeway and also say in what goes on at the college level. But when you come back to the NFL level, dude, you you better come back down to earth. Because yeah. this no, there's nothing bigger than the shield at all. There, there, there was nothing. You, you're not telling people what you're doing. You better fall in line when you get there, especially when you've got the old heads that have been there, the vets. Like, there's a lot of stuff that you have to do. And so, where we're at right now with the way that these, especially young men coming into the NFL, man, there's, I don't know, I, I don't know this this generation, man. I'm looking at it going, phew. I'm hoping we get some more ballers coming out, man, because whether it's that or video games, man, they're all so locked on so many different things that we didn't have to deal with growing up, and which is taking their mind off of the opportunity for them to truly, truly be successful. And it's a it's a crazy world. I got an 11 year old and a seven year old, and that's I look at them all the time. I tell them, I'm like, I ain't have these video games. Like we would we just be out playing. Now everybody comes home, they want to be on the Fortnite. And I'm like, dog, no. Yeah. No you, you can you you can you can do that after you get your stuff done, but you can't tell me that you don't have 15, 20 minutes to be able to do get a workout in. Like if you on the game for four hours, you can show me 15 minutes to get a workout in. So where the mindset is of these athletes coming up now is uh I don't know, coach. It's it's a weird place. It, it is, man. It is. Um uh, Smith, you got any last things? Uh Jared, I'm I'm gonna see you in Vegas. You've been you in Vegas, right? Yeah, boy, you know I'm gonna be in Vegas. Hey, Schmitty, you know I'm gonna be in Vegas, boy. Hey, got the stage back on. I gotta come pull coach, up coach. on you. I'm gonna be there for a few days. I got. I, I'm also there with my boy uh, Pat Perez. He's got the live golf there that that same week. You know that the live golf yeah. there. There's a boxing match there. There's MMA and a Super Bowl. I'm like, damn. Well, there listen, gonna be no room, coach man. Let me tell you something. Um, Man, I appreciate you, man. Um, I've always, it's kind of crazy sometimes this world we live in where you you see somebody from afar. And for me, it was watching you on the show and just, I was captivated by the show, man, just because I'm a football guy. And I was like, man, this is so dope. And then, then I see you, meet you, and now I get a chance to do your show and interact with you and get a chance, man. It's, a, it's, it's cool, man. It's an honor. And uh, nah, I love that you I love that you always speak your mind and you don't care what people say. And I know <laughs> it's not a front. It's who you are. And yeah. to me, that is what's cool. It's, it's uncensored. It's from the heart. And, and Smitty keeps you. Uh, he keeps you grounded. man. He ain't going to let you just say what you want to say. I, yeah, I, I, 
Yeah, it's that balance, bro. Like you, 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 you two have a cool balance, and so I just want you guys to keep doing what you're doing, man, and keep just striving for all the success, man. You guys are, you guys got a great show. Nah, I appreciate it, brother. Hey, we, call it, we call it salt and pepper. <laughs> you know, yin and yang, yin and yang. You know, what I'm the young versus the old. <laughs> hey, oil and water. You know what I'm saying? Hey. Uh, Hey, Jared, well, man, it's always a pleasure, man. We got to hook up when I get there and uh, drink on me, and uh, and uh, we'll we'll hook up, man. I know uh, you'll be there, and I'll be there a few, few days, and then uh, I got to get back to the house. I'm hosting a little Super Bowl party at the house, you know, a little poker, a little, little oh, female. No, tell, hey, hey, Jared, tell all the youngsters out there, stop playing Fortnite and go put some Madden on at least so you know who the hell the greats are in this game because they don't even know who the greats are no more, Jared. They don't even know. Some of these kids, I ask them, I'm like, you know who Walter Payton is? You know who Eric Dickerson is? Cats are like, these are kids I recruited that were four-star kids. I'm like, how the hell you don't know who the great running backs are, but you play running back? It blows yeah, my mind. You can't. You can't. Like, you just – you got to know, you got to do your history. There's no way you can take whatever you're doing into the future unless you understand the past that came before you, the people that laid the groundwork. And that's the reason why I work so hard. I mean, it's not just about football. It's about in, in everyday life stuff. And so my dad, man, he worked his tail off. He like he worked his tail off and I watched how hard he worked. And so I'm like, yo, I'm going to take that with me, not just in sports, but in life. And man, that's the reason why I've had the success that I've had is because of my work ethic. And I'll never take it for granted. And these young kids out here got to learn how to work. They got to. And I think that's what makes me what kind of gravitated me towards you and watching you is because that's the only way. You got to be – my pops, he was hard on me, man. He was like, I'm not going to let you scoop Bob because, look, dog, we lived in a huge house. If I needed Jordans, he would call Michael Jordan to get me a pair of Jordans. You know, life was easy. And I went to Miami. I went to the U, and I felt like at first I was like, I'm wearing uh, I'm wearing J. Crew and, and Abercrombie, and, like, I get down there. It's 4X T-shirts. It's, it's dreads. I was like, I felt out of my comfort zone. But – Though my brothers, they 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 were like they were family to me. They taught me what it was like to work. And a kid that came from having everything, that I could go home and fall back if it didn't work out for them. That wasn't a lot of them. It wasn't the case. And so they showed me how to work. Man, I was around Ed Reed and and Brian McKinney and Willis McGahey and Frank Gore, like all these dudes who showed me how to work. Man, and so yeah, my career maybe didn't go the way that I wanted it to go. Being at Miami taught me how to work, man. And so I'm grateful for all those relationships, man. So any kid out there listening, dog, extra work, extra work, because there's somebody else working. Somebody's just like you that's working right now. They they putting in work while you sitting on the video games. So no doubt, everybody's trying no to doubt. make it. And you, coach, you know how hard it is these days, bro. No Everybody, doubt. these kids are getting recruited at like sixth grade now. It ain't like it's different. So you better no you gotta be able to stand out. So no appreciate doubt. you guys, hey, man. I have stories for you when I see you because uh, you know Erlacher comes on the show. We talk a lot, and uh, 
And uh, and I, I hang out with Jim McMahon up in Scottsdale with my boy Pat, their neighbor. So he comes over and has dinner with us all the time. So great stories about your pops, man, and, and Jim t- that t- tells me. So I'll have to tell you those private, though. Uh, <laughs> much love, man, as always, brother. T's and P's, I appreciate you coming on, man. Hey, legend. Hey, man. Y'all the best, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, brother. Peace. Man, from one legend to another, this man right here, uh, the great Zero to 60 podcast uh, creator and host and uh, Six Zero Academy, uh, runs one of the greatest recruiting services and training facilities in the country, right there in Colorado, right in the Colorado Buffalo's backyard, who he helps try to help facilitate players across the nation, but especially to his alma mater at Colorado. And sometimes people take your uh, hard work for granted, uh, I would say, for the, to the least. I, I, I have private conversations with this great young man, Matt McChesney, and he's a, a normal great adversary for our show and an advocate for the coach JB show. And, uh, you know, big Matt McChesney clap it up. All right, big Matt, we have a loaded lineup today. It is Eric Weddle Monday, Super Bowl champion, Eric Weddle. He's going to come on after you and break down what Super Bowl weeks like. But before that, we have the great Walter Payton son. Yeah. Jared Payton, uh, you just got to listen to in the back room there. Uh, he's been on a few times. Great dude, by the way, who who still works there in the Chicago for the Bears. Um, Interview is fire. I've been waiting for you, Matt. I got to be honest. I've been waiting for you. You're one of our loyal uh, com- mod- compadres. Um, let me ask you, uh, we talked over the weekend and we had conversations. We don't need to share those. Uh, I let Smitty know a little bit about it. You posted a video. Um, give us the breakdown. This is your show. You got this. You got the. You got the platform now. Let us know where we are today and what has transpired over the last seventy-two hours. Well, look, I understand that this is a minor thing in other people's eyes, but it's not your name. So that—that's my thing. Is it's my name and my son's name, and so what has happened to your name? I will tell, I'm telling you. So Sports Illustrated and a bunch of other publications put out every team in, in college football self-reports minor infractions, right? And nobody ever even writes stories on it because it's ridiculous. You know this, coach. You had to do it. It's dumb. No one cares about minor infractions. I don't care about minor infractions. But the media does when CU does it because Coach Prime is a magnet, What right? It gets clicks. So I'm not mad at anybody. I just want the information to be correct. So apparently, Colorado self uh, reported that me, myself, and I, and my son, Nicholas, who was a recruit at two of the four home games we went to this year, we went as fans against Nebraska and Arizona. Uh, You know, I sat in 101 against Nebraska and riled Nebraska fans up all day. Everybody saw that. It's well documented. That's the thing. I document everything. You guys know that I post. So if I went to the Stanford game, you know. And then the other two, the USC and the CSU game, SC and CSU, he was a recruit. He was brought in with the rest of the guys from the Dungeon family. We have pictures of all that. We were in the stands. Like They're insinuating that we went to the Stanford game that we did not go to, 
and then left the stands after they put us in the stands with the recruits and walked back in and the both of us ran out with the team and went back to the stands now i don't know how you do that because there's security everywhere even if you have a pass and when you go as a group to the stands as a recruit or as a coach or whatever you don't just like get up and leave and go back down to the field level and tell them to let you in and walk into the thing with the team listen to the speech with no one else doing that and then follow the team that's ridiculous so I'm not mad at anybody, but I was not at the game. So insinuating that I was is ridiculous. And then, like, you know, if my name's in Sports Illustrated and all these other publications, like, I would intentionally hurt my university or somehow. Like, I think it's ridiculous and it's 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 lazy. You know, Sports Illustrated is definitely going to be hearing from my guy, Mark Bryant. Coach, who's that? That's uh, one of the biggest lawyers in America, and I know firsthand. And uh, Matt got to meet him, and they took a picture, and Matt was flipping me off in the picture, and uh, it was a very great picture. That's how family says I love you. So Yes, Matt. Yes, sir. Mark and I are definitely talking about this, and I I think it's – I know that no one thinks it's a big deal, but it's not your name, and I'm trying my best to keep cool about this. You know, it's free press for for my son, I guess, you know, the 2028 recruit. All press is good press. That's true. He's a he's a he's a bad motherfucker, and he's a 2028 recruit. So that's good. I guess they're that's cool. But man, I, I just I wish people would just like Colorado. I, I'm hearing I hear about this first from the media. Not, no one called me from there, and then you know it just it's a bad look on all sides. And I I mean let's reiterate this again. I wasn't even there. So I was like sitting on my sofa at home. Like we're talking about something that I couldn't have done. Chicago backhanded or no? No, I, I was I was here with my you know my whole family. Everybody was watching the game, so there was no backhanding that night, unfortunately. Um, but it, it's I, I look at it like I, the APM kickoffs are awful. We can't swing that with the kids. We did that at CSU. We didn't get home until 3 a.m. That's why we decided not to go. You know, it's just at least if we're going to get in trouble and self-impose and all this other shit and you're going to throw me under the bus, like, can you make sure I was actually there? And like, can we do it for something? Like, can we get a rule? Like, uh, Like, I don't know, man. I understand that rules are rules, but I can't break a rule if I'm not there. And then I've had, like, the media. So, like, USA Today, this guy that has called me that's trying to, like, minimize it, all right? Uh, I can't remember the dude's name, but he's trying to, like, be, oh, it's not a big deal. It's self-imposed. Everybody does this. Ha, 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 ha. You know, I've got people calling and texting me, like, it's a funny joke. It's not your name. Of course it's funny. Um, but, like, I, you know, they're they're talking to me, like, well, maybe they just screwed it up and it's a different game. And I'm like, so that's, we're just throwing stuff against the wall now. Maybe it's a different game. I, I don't understand, bro. So, like, I I understand people make mistakes. I'm not mad at anyone. I just, uh, I don't know why I have to calm down and, like, I did something wrong. I didn't, I, I'm going to say this for the third time. I wasn't there. My son wasn't there. We watched it on my sofa right over there, over right there, like 20, 20 feet. So I, 
it's going to be hard for me to just sit back and be like, ah, it's not a big deal. Just let them run whatever they want and talk about whatever they want. I'll just brush it under the rug. Like, this is bad for my business. It's bad for the look. It's bad for, you know, people at Colorado that don't know what happened. Like, a coach reads this and they're like, oh, this guy's putting us in jeopardy. That's, I think it's kind of messed up. And I'd imagine there's legal ramifications here. And I'm going to take them. And I, I really, I really just wish that people would investigate a little bit more before just laying me under the bus. And I'm look, if I'm offending you right now, if I'm like somehow the bad guy right now, I'm so, I'm so sorry that I'm like defending myself and I'm trying to clear my name off something that I did not do. And I wasn't even at the venue when it happened. Um, I'm really sorry that this is happening to all the Buff fans out there. Like, I understand. You got to apologize, Matt. You ain't got to apologize. I understand how angry you're going to get. I get it. I understand that I'm a fucking bad guy and all that other bullshit. So I'm trying my best just to clear my name. My son and I weren't there. I would never intentionally do anything to the University of Colorado to hurt them. I find that I find that with everybody on the sideline and I was hanging out with Kevin Garnett and the Wu-Tang Clan and Cameron and all the shit that I saw in the locker room and you've got a DJ and you got takeoff or off take or whoever the fuck is in there, you know, doing what they're doing. And all of a sudden I'm, I am fictionally chasing the team out of the tunnel. Like I need to go do that. Like I've never done it before. What are we talking about? So it is what it is, bro. I understand that I'm going to catch heat for this, and I, I'm the bad guy. I get it. I'm the bad guy. I'm really sorry, but I I wasn't even there. So I guess if you need someone to point the finger at him, right over here. I don't know, man. I'm kind of confused about it, honestly. And it, it sucks. I don't want to talk about this shit. And now it's going to be some joke, and it's just. Let me ask you. First of all. Yes, it is what it is. It's crazy. Let me let me first of all say that our name is all we have. So I'm a few years older. Uh, I'll be 48 in a few, you know, next this month, February. Our name's all we got. We can't take our goods to heaven or hell or wherever we go. Uh, we can't take it in a U-Haul truck. So our name is all we have. That's why I don't lie because you have to remember shit when you lie. And I don't want to lie. So I just tell you the truth. And if it hurts your feelings, so be it. So does Matt, everybody. And this is the issue I have. Uh, you should absolutely defend your name because it is all that you have. I got charged with eight felonies for something I had no fucking idea that was what was going on and why or how. It seems to happen right when I get, you know, mutually agreed to part ways with the college that I was at. And everyone was like, oh, just plea it out. Fuck you. I don't please shit out. I ain't going to fucking, I ain't Deshaun Watson, motherfucker. I know what I did and didn't do. And that's what people don't get. Like, nah, I am innocent. Fuck your charges. And guess what I did? Thanks to Mark Bryant. Bought it and beat it because we know I didn't do shit. And here's the issue I have, Matt. Fucking fight it because you know you didn't do shit. Your name is all you have, and our word is our bond, and our name is our fucking legacy. And I that's serious. I don't understand how people can minimalize this and act like it's not. Like, I should just not care. Like, what? 
Should I not care because it might hurt someone's feelings at CU? I mean, what are we talking about? What is happening in the world, bro? So, like, so what are you saying, Matt? Uh, Smitty's having technical difficulties this morning hearing and, and stuff, so he can hear spots and pieces. But let me ask you, um, so what are you saying here? Like, so have you called up to Colorado Compliance or Dion or anybody and said, hey, you know, like, my, my name is Well, look, Coach Prime doesn't report this shit. Why would I call him about this? What's he going to do? Say, I guess talk to compliance. I don't know anybody in the compliance office. I have no idea who those people are. I don't work there. Like, I couldn't tell you. Like, who who am I going to call? You know, if anything, they somebody up there that somebody had to like report this. I just no text message, no email, no call to like verify nothing. So the media is how I figured it out and, and or how I was told about it. And I don't know how many times I told the guy from USA Today alone before he even ran the story. I didn't go to the Stanford game. My son didn't go to the Stanford game. We watched it at home. And he's like, oh, well, it's not a big deal. It's just a minor infraction. People get hit with this all the time. And look, man. Maybe it's not a big deal, but you know what? It's not your name again. Like not saying that to you two saying in general, like I'm trying my best to just be cool and not react poorly. And I find it amazing that like somehow I should not care about my own name and my son who's involved in this because somebody's feelings at CU might get hurt. One of the coaches might get offended or I, I make the school look bad. I didn't do this. I didn't hypothetically put myself in the situation. I watched the game on my sofa. I don't know how, I don't know how I get thrown under the bus for this with all the different people that were on the sideline up there this year. It's just amazing to me that it would be, it like resorts to this of all things. Like just randomly throwing people under the bus who weren't even there. So if I did something at another game that was wrong or like I broke a, a hypothetical rule from the NCAA, well, again, how can you just like, how can you just say it was a different game? Like you can't just place me here and I wasn't there and be like, oh yeah, never mind. It was the Arizona game or like, we're just gonna, we're just making shit up. Yeah, that's what they do. Again, like, why am I? Why is it okay to just make shit up? Big Smitty, that's what it, the word is. Hypothetical. If I put a hypothetical gun to my head, who am oh, I taking in the Super Bowl? That's what I was trying to say, Matt. Thank you. you for that name. Thank oh, you. We couldn't think of the word. Couldn't think of the word. Hypothetical. Yeah, let's let's word. talk about something else, man, because this sucks, and I'm I'm sorry to even have to talk about it. Hey, it is what it is. Uh, defend your name and. Uh, and stand on stand on business. Yeah, yeah, really always stand on business. And real quick, the, the, the thing that sucks though is like even after assuming that they, they clear your name and everything, it sucks because the story's already out there now. You know what I'm saying? Because of the internet is like now you just type in Matt McChesney and whatever infraction, the fucking article. Unless you can work something out to get all the shit removed, which hopefully you can. But it's just it's like it, I hate when people's names get thrown in some shit that 
that's wrong because now it's just it's out there. You know what I'm saying? So it's just the whole oh, thing. I'm, I hate that you're, you're going through this. Obviously, the fact that your son's name is involved, that's even the bigger thing, you know, because, you know, he's a kid. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, your your week's going to get more interesting as you get uh, as this week goes along, because I think uh, somebody wants you on their show tomorrow, too. That's a pretty big name guy. Yeah. Um, so think about that one. Um, all right. So yeah, I, mean, I don't know about all that. fuck i got <clears throat> all right matt you're on a pretty big show right now and uh, we got 1300 people in here plus pound the like subscribe become a member make sure you head on over to matt's podcast he does right after this one live on youtube zero to 60 so um we got a lot going on smitty's having a lot of technical difficulties today thanks to Jarrett payton for joining us thanks for big matt joining us sharing the story uh of this character and name assassination we've all been there when you tell the truth it seems to happen more often than the ones that lie that is the unfortunate part in this business um but it's the truth but keep telling it because eventually 2024 i hope is the year of the truth tellers and the call out so uh, hopefully uh that's who we are this year have it let's move on big smitty and matt um we had two good games yesterday finally i'm glad we had two great games to tell it all to get them to the super bowl uh to get to that uh you know the the, the biggest stage in the in the world the super bowl the most watched event in the world on a one-day shot the super bowl and we had two good games let's start in kc let's start in baltimore with kansas city um you know, the conspiracy theorists are out there, Matt. Everybody thinks that this is a red and a blue thing, a right and a left thing, a shot thing, Did you, the vaccine thing. There's so many narratives out there. Let's just stick to the football game here. This was a great one. Um, I, I enjoyed the game. I, I thought that Kansas City's defense has been lights out all year long. I think that um, when the offense does screw up in Kansas City, their defense is right there to carry them and catch them and help them. And you know in this game, Matt, you need both parties. You need all three parties, OD and specials, to get to a Super Bowl. Uh, they did what they had to do yesterday. Um, where's your? What's your takeaway from that? Uh, what's your takeaway from the whole Lamar thing, Holmes thing? Of course, that's going to lead the tabloids, but I want to know – why is Andy Reid not being discussed fucking more than than he isn't being discussed? And I'm just kind of getting over it. And it's kind of exhausting how great this dude is. And the job Spagnola did on Lamar Jackson is really, really not being mentioned at all today. Um, what's your takeaway from game one? Um, the, look, there's no debating the greatness of Andy Reid. He is incredible. Um Patrick Mahomes is the baddest man walking the earth, period. Mm. And I, I like, I don't care how this is debated, how you look at it, especially you of all people. This, this man is unbelievable. His fucking, his, his killer instinct, like it reminds me of Gordon-esque, Kobe Bryant-esque killer. He doesn't care where you play. He just went on the road in two hostile environments and fucking straight bald. He was on one yesterday. On one. Kelsey was on one. Like, 
those two are first ballot fucking Hall of Fame players, and that's what first ballot Hall of Fame players are supposed to look like. Let me ask you. And let me ask you this: this um, world of like everybody's first ballot Hall of Fame, I disagree with that. That's what first ballot Hall of Fame looks like, man. That shit was fucking impressive. That's what. Let I me think ask you this: like, like, let me ask you this question though, because I, you know, I'm never changing my stance. Um, <laughs> let, me ask you, let me ask you this question. It's okay. It's okay, bro. Like I know that's what I'm saying, and I I don't want you to change yours ever, and I'm never gonna change mine. So he, let me ask you this: I change my shit all the time. But I do want to. But I will eat crow and tell you what I'm thinking here, and I, to your point. And I want to ask you this question because there's no way in the world, knowing football like you do over the last six weeks at least, and the season overall, did we think that Mahomes was lighting it up, right? But to your fair point. In the playoffs, he just fucking wins. He gets it done, and he did it twice on the road in hostile environments, and you can't say anything else other than that's what he did. I'm not going to ever sit up here and say lies and tell lies and say he didn't get it done. He got it done on the road twice. We have never seen him on the road. He got it done. Shout out to Patrick Mahomes, and kudos to him for getting it done. He made some big-time throws when he had to make them. I thought he threw the ball on time yesterday for the most part when he had to. Um, now, I'll break down his stats and shit later, which I'm not impressed with. But having said that, he did throw the ball on time uh, when he had to on the road in hostile environments, and you can't say nothing else. You cannot say anything less than he's won twice on the road, and now you can't really say much. He's covered all the boxes. I guess he's checked all the boxes now that everyone had questions about. Um, so, it, it, like, to your point, when the playoffs come around, Matt, the fucker gets it done, he wins, and he, he's back in another Super Bowl. Having said that, um, Smitty, I, I don't know what you think about it, but, you know, we got to eat crow on the fact that he's in yeah. another Super Bowl. I mean, it is what it is, man. Like I said, I, I'm going to be real. Just watching the games today, I, it's like I had nerves the entire game for some reason. I don't know what it was. It just had like a weird feeling the entire game. And it reminded me of just growing up, watching fucking the Patriots and Brady against my Colts. And it's like I just never – I could never feel comfortable against, uh, against Brady. Never. It, it, even the Colts, if we were up by like 10 or something, I just never felt comfortable until the, the clock struck zero. And that's how I felt the entire the entirety of the game. And I just think that it is is what it is. Like I don't like the Chiefs Kingdom. They're annoying. I just think that you know they're either they're on a high right now, as they should be. I get it, but you know, I think it's overblown a little bit. Uh, that's just my opinion. But I have to be honest though and be real. Like Mahomes is he's that guy. It is like it, he ha he has the it factor. I don't care about what his numbers are at the end of the game. I don't care if he throws a pick, I don't care about none of that. When it's time to make a big time play, he makes it. Even the last throw at the end of the game, they like sealed it. Like that that third down, like I think it was a third and short. All he needs was a couple yards. He throws a deep ball perfectly over the top and it seals the game. It's like every time there was a big moment in yesterday's game that you, your, your team needed a big time play, the, Lamar and the Ravens did not make the play. In Mahomes and Chiefs, they did make the play. To me, that was the big difference between the two. It looked like a very immature young team who's never been there before, a lot of bad penalties and mistakes. And then you yeah. see a veteran team who this is just a never another walking apart. You know, Kelsey's out there balling out, probably the best game he's had all damn year, regular season included. 
And then Mahomes out there just lethal, just calm, cool, collected. As much as I don't, I don't like the Chiefs, man. I gotta pay respect. It, like it just is what it is. Well, Travis like, Kelsey broke broke a record yesterday, Jerry held Rice. by Jerry Rice. Come on, yeah. bro. Breaking Jerry Rice records, like <laughs> you're pretty <laughs> fucking good. Yeah. There's always a butt, though. Uh, for me, there's always a butt. How can you say butt about these guys? Well, in this era, man, I, the butt I have. The butt I have is uh, I see a lot of Chief fans in here saying, if JB gave us respect, I'm always going to give you respect. Uh, I'm never going to say, I've never assassinated Mahomes' character. I've never sat here and said he's a piece of shit. And, but that's how you fan base, Queendom fan bases, uh, take my takes on a professional opinion and you take it and narrate it as if I'm assassinating this guy. No, I'm not. I'm telling you that in the, in the, Fabric when the when the NFL's fabric was at all time high and you could hit the quarterback in the face and you could hit receivers across the middle and oh, when guys all that time during that time here's my butt thirty completions you would have had about five hundred fucking yards let's just be honest thirty completions got him two hundred and forty yards yesterday and the third down throw to MV whatever his name is Scantling MVS. Great job getting that first down. I'm just, let's be honest. What the fuck are you beating the coverage for on third and short like that? But anyway, great ball, great catch. Made it happen. Made it happen. That's that's what I'm saying. It happens. No excuse. No excuse. But let's be honest. Look at the game. He had seven yards of fucking completion is not necessarily Tom Brady-esque. Let's just be honest. I don't know what time I'm If my memory served me correct, like Tom Brady was, was very like, Lethal too, like Tom. Like obviously, when Randy Moss was there, it was a different type of a different type of different air. But I'm it's saying, like, lethal. I'm saying, let me let me define it. I'm saying, like, and maybe I'm tripping. Maybe I was too young, but it's not like Tom Brady was just throwing bombs his very fucking play. When Randy Moss was there, I guess, but not nah, outside of that. Right, Brady would would hey seven yards, seven yards, five yards. Like he would just drive down the field eight minutes, ninety yards, and then end with a touchdown. Like so, like that that. Why does the yards per catch matter if it's if it's leading? Because to the story? when the when the when the social media gurus that attack people like Matt and I come come on social media who've never watched film in their life and they only bet fantasy and they sit here and tell me that oh if he checks it down he's wrong but if he throws the dig into coverage he throws a pick he's wrong. Guess what, Jason? He he sees a lot of too high. Dog, stop talking to me about too high. So is it, is to, did too high just get invented for Patrick Mahomes? Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and fucking Dan Marino never saw too high, you fucking idiots. Shut up and stop talking to me about fucking coverage. You know nothing about it. So that's what I hate, Smitty. That's the part that irks me because these fanboys come out and think they know football, and right, they so, don't. They don't. So Tom Brady's career completion – Average is seven point four yards. Career, career, like the entire career from yeah. That's twenty two years. Let's make sure we're per capita here. We've weighed this thing out. Well, not five years, twenty two years. That means you've thrown the ball a shit ton more. You got a lot more completions. I'm just saying. Let's wait twenty years until we average that out. Wait, I don't. We don't need to. Nah, John. Yeah, we do because let's be honest. <laughs> I'm not changing. Super Bowl. 
He made. Like, hey, it is what it is. That's what I say. Yeah, and, and also Tom Brady, his whole career was damn near good until like his last season was kind of like lower level. But by the way, but anyway, I'm on you know I'm on your side for sure. Over on the bigger picture, you got you got to be on my side. Hey, hey, big Matt, I'm on, I got you. I got you. Hey, Matt, Smitty's supposed to be on my side with Mahomes. I'm supposed to be on his side with Lamar because we both are in a no win situation today. You're right. So you're I gotta right. ask you, Matt. Matt, I gotta ask you this though. This is a real question, Matt. I got a real question here, Matt, and I, I need the truth to be told here like we always do. If I told you that Andy Reid is closer to being the GOAT than Patrick Mahomes is, what would you say? What, from like a coaching perspective? No, both. So Patrick Mahomes being the GOAT as a quarterback and or Andy Reid closer to being the GOAT of coaching. Who is closer? Uh... That's a good question. I, I uh, remember Andy Reid, to contrary to belief, took the Eagles to six fucking titles in a row, two NFC titles in a row. Andy Reid's greatness. Um, I guess I would have to think about who I consider the second best coach, in my opinion, of all time. Or third, I think Don Shula is probably number two. Um, over Walsh, huh? I, I would take Shula over Walsh right now, yeah. Um, I'm personally, I, you know, I'm a, a Shanahan fan, but yeah, he, he's probably top 10. I wouldn't put him that high. Um, shit, man, that's a really good question. Mahomes, you know, Brady's number one for me, but, you know, he's got to still compete in my eyes with Manning and, you know, that's about it. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know who else. Montana. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, John Elway selfishly for me is up there, but a lot of people won't put him that high. Marino's a great ball spinner. Aikman is an unbelievable winner. Like, there's so many different things that play into this. Patrick Mahomes is just, he's so unique and so different. The way he's doing this, like, I don't see how we can find anything to, like, tear down anymore. Like, it's not, everything for me is, he's on a pedestal right now until he's actually different. Like, it, I, is, it is. It is tough, man. I'm. I. I respect. I love watching greatness, regardless of the team or the like personal feelings. If there's somebody doing something that I'm just like, holy shit, this is incredible. I can't. I can't find holes to poke in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and, and right now, if anybody, anything negative about Patrick Mahomes is like just trying to find something to poke a hole in. I don't think you could say anything until it like I, I want to throw this hell yeah, hell no nah out there before Smitty asks you this because I, I know we got a few minutes before you, you get out of here. Um Hell yeah, hell no, nah, even though it's not in script right now. If Andy Reid wins another Super Bowl, does does he walk off into the sunset and retire? I say hell no. How old Andy? He's 65. I don't know. I thought he was older than that. I was I don't know. I mean, I don't think he's gonna retire. 65. You're right. He's 65, JB. He seems to still love it. He's still relatively spry. He's making, you know, fucking state farm commercials and has great rapport with his guys. And I don't think Kelsey leaves, and I don't think Andy leaves. I think they've got a good two or three years left. 
uh, in Kansas City, which is bad for the rest of the NFL. So hell no, I don't think I don't think Andy goes anywhere. You might as well try to win as many as he possibly can while oh, this yeah. foundation is still together. You know, now yeah, fires and stuff, then maybe we'll look, you know whatever disagree, whatever I'm gonna always say doesn't mean shit, and di- it means deadly shit. They're in another Super Bowl, so <laughs> so the, the reason I say this is I could not walk away from having this com- camaraderie, whatever we want to call it. Uh, the the camaraderie they have and getting back to Super Bowl after Super Bowl, there ain't really nothing you could do. And I wouldn't, I couldn't walk away from that if I was the head coach. Now, having said that, yeah, shit, I know Andy's like worn thin as well. He's gone through a lot with his kids. I know he's looked at and his family, his wife. I know there's certain things in the backdrop that he's like, you know, when are you gonna, you know, get with your kids? And you, you know, a lot of things have happened in the family. I could see him easily walking away too as saying, you know, I've done more than I could do. I've done enough. Let me get out of here and maybe take a year or two off. He's a little, he's six, seven years younger than Belichick and Carroll. So he's got maybe a wiggle room to come back again if he wanted to. But if not, who's going to question his greatness? I wouldn't. I think he's one of the greatest of all time. He's definitely top two play caller of all time. Um, I, I just, so, so having said that big Matt, like, I agree. I, I don't know if you can walk away from this particular greatness. But having said that, also, if he does walk away, Mahomes is still young enough to show us that he is either indeed the guy or just the other guy. And that's what a lot of people are going to really judge when they see Andy walk away. So, so you so you think that when Andy's done, that Mahomes' play will dip? No. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. I, I, I what what happened? Wow. Um, I think that Mahomes is on a roll. I won't be surprised at all. And I don't see how you can pick San Francisco over Kansas City moving into this game. I don't see how you can because yeah, that's I essentially know. telling me that Brock Purdy is gonna outplay Patrick Mahomes. And I look, I, I moving into the rest of the games, I guess, but I'll let's get the Dan Campbell Purdy. take first of all. Well, yeah, I'll, we'll go into that game. I'll, I'll eat my crow on Brock Purdy, another comeback. Brother seems pretty relevant to me. That's the way to shut motherfuckers up, myself included. That's some big time shit. Go get your money. Uh, very impressed by the young man's composure, maybe not all of his decisions and. Maybe he made some bad throws and put them in some situations he had to dig himself out of, but he did. He went and dug himself out again. That's two comebacks on a team that couldn't come back. They were 0-30 under Shanahan in comeback situations, and in the last two situations they had to do it in the playoffs, they're 2-0. and So good for them. Um, good for that group getting back to the Super Bowl. A lot of times, you know, look at the killer bees in Pittsburgh. They never even made a Super Bowl. So, you know, it's those groups and how good that and tight-knit that San Francisco group is. Juszczyk, Kittle, Ayuk, Debo, Trent Williams, you know, and now Purdy's part of that. Christian McCaffrey. Shanahan's they, a bad man. Shanahan. They got dudes everywhere. Fred Warner and Greenland. <laughs> you know, I like uh, You got to give Tyler's his flowers, too. He's done a good job of, you know, kind of – Changing the way he's done a couple of things to put his team back in the Super Bowl. It's not an easy thing to do. Let's be real. So, hey, Matt, 
I, I think that the Dan Campbell thing is I understand, I understand you live by the sword, you die by the sword. But that's somebody on the team has got to override that. Like, yeah, come on, Matt. You're on the you're on the 58. You're on the four. This is you have to get points in the playoffs. You like, down three, Matt. Well, he did it when they were up uh, fourteen. Well, that part too. Well, I'm talking about the later one when he was down three and they just the up fourteen one is even more egregious. They both crazy. All right, Matt. Matt, we're gonna do something because we had a we've had a loaded show. We haven't had time to breathe, and we haven't had time to do our daily rant. We haven't had time to do a make it make sense. And I want to do that with you before you leave, so we could have a full on debate. I'm going to do both before Eric Weddle jumps in. I want to try to get my morning rant out the way, and I would love to do it with you uh, if you got five minutes. Um, And here it is. Matt, how this works is I just rant and go off on the whole topic. You don't say shit, and then you come in with Smitty and say, fuck you, JB, you're wrong, or agree, or debate it. All right, here we go. So this morning rant brought to you by betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Follows Zero to 60 podcast as well right after this show. The great Matt McChesney joining us. Uh, here it is. Dan Campbell let his players down. Listen, I'm not questioning his tactics. I, I got it, it got him here, okay? But I do not want to hear, quote, this is who he is, quote, shit anymore. Your job is to win the fucking game. I've made horrible calls as Matt probably has as a coach or a head coach, okay? I've made some fucking egregious ones, as we all have. But I usually let the players decide huge decisions such as to kick it, punt it, go for it, etc. The players are in this spot for a reason, Big Matt and Smitty, and you don't give them that opportunity in a game of this magnitude, Dan? Furthermore, you put all the pressure in the world on Jared Goff, which has proven to be a no-show in huge games, and that was a huge error as the head coach in this situation. Also, Dan... You played the game. You're one of us. I would expect him to understand this and allow his guys to have an overtime opportunity or even win it outright. This is an epic failure and a huge disappointment. You guys have waited 30 years, Motown, Detroit, Eminem, all you fans, to get where you were yesterday. And there are no guarantees in this league, as Matt knows. Who knows what happens next year in free agency, re-signings, her injuries. Who knows? This is a no-guaranteed league. Who knows what happens? You squandered another huge opportunity and may have to wait another 30 years, Motown. Matt, take it away. Damn. Kick it. <laughs> I mean, dude. <laughs> You're not wrong. Everything you said's right. I feel bad for Detroit, bro. That 24-7 and you don't go and you're not going to the Super Bowl. Like that's as that's 24-10 and you got a chance to go up 27-10. Like that's as bad at 28-3. That's bad, dog. Like it's just it's one of those we got this in the bag. And I look, there's a lot of people that don't understand the feeling because they've never been on the sideline when it's happened. 
every I, I, most people I know that play football long enough has had this happen to them. Now, the scale, the magnitude of the game is shit. I mean, God almighty. But look, man, this is uh, this is the ramifications of the decisions you make. When you make decisions that put you in position like this, you got to deal with it. Now, if they would have, if it would have worked, if Reynolds catches the ball. Right. I mean, it's not one of the, I didn't like the, the, the one where, you know, it's from the 48 and they're not kicking it. That's, that's bad. Let me force many answers. Let me ask you this. Well, should have caught the ball though, too. Let's be. Uh, yeah, right, he catches the ball, and it's a whole. No- yeah, exactly. That's a let, let me give you a scenario though. Steve Kim was here. We were all watching the game with some, some people, and the first one, they're up fourteen. Their defense is playing lights out. They're stopping the run. Um, you know, it's twenty four ten. They're kind of controlling the line of scrimmage. I'm like, holy fuck, man! This is going to be epic failure for Shanahan. It's going to help me at least be two and one today in this morning's rant. Uh, I would have been right with Shanahan and Lamar. Instead, I'm wrong with Shanahan and fucking Mahomes. So uh, let me let me have you let me let me give you the scenario though. Steve and I both said, all right, you're up twenty four ten. Let your balls hang. Go ahead and kill them. Choke them out, which is cool. But the second one, Matt. That's the, the, that's the one. That's the one. No, though. That's the one I got a problem well, with. Well, Smitty, here's the thing I, I got to ask you, though. Like, the second one makes the first one look horrific. Right. Because he didn't do it. If he would have went for the second one, nobody would even question the first one. But the second one makes the first one look like an absolute fuck you team. Oh. And then for him to go tell his team, we may never get back here again. This is how hard it is. I'm like, holy fuck, MD, MCDC, you did this to your players. Like, this is not a fucking easy league to win in, and you controlled this. Where was the owner, Matt? I was like, owner, come down. Eminem, Eminem, come down to the field. Somebody. Eminem has to walk in and go, coach, you only get one shot, one opportunity. Okay, Mrs. Oh, Chance. Oh, oh, oh. Fuck, man. Palms are sweaty, knees weak, exactly. mom's spaghetti. He's nervous. Hey, man, listen. Uh, they were the, the last field goal. The one when they were down it was a 27 24, like seven minutes left, and they yeah. went for it on like fourth and three. I'm like, yeah. bro, just like I got the film coming, I'll have it tomorrow, but I want to break this down, Matt. Break it down real fast. Uh, let me get it on the board. Let me get on the board. Get on the board, man. Get him right, baby. Get him right. Let me get on the board, Mike. We're gonna get on the board, uh, Matt. I got, Matt I got, I got Mike. Got there we go. There we go. Look at that picture on the right. You right fucking softy. JB's a lovey dovey guy, y'all. I was letting y'all know. I want to show yeah, you, Matt, and, and everybody why this was so bad of a play call on fourth down. All right. So this is what we had. Let me just show you what we had here. This is what they came out in. Jared Goff and empty. They motion Gibbs here, and then they motion Gibbs back. So what 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 Wilkes did, what Wilkes did. Are you trying to say he can't run? What what Wilkes did was this. I know this fucking white guy's not a runner. So what we did was we did this. 
Madden dog. He's circled here. He's circled here. He's spinning out loop on the fucking ground because they knew they could zone fire him and he wasn't going to fucking run. Yep. So not only was it a bad decision, JB, it was a horrible play call on top of the bad decision in the first place. So it's a double whammy. You're down three with seven minutes left. Kick the fucking field goal. Tie the game. There's no win. As a former player, I, I actually I, I used to like being aggressive. I used to like going for it in certain scenarios. But in that not scenario, every fourth down. Every fourth down. It wasn't Lamar Jackson empty. I mean, it's not, it's not fucking ever. It's fourth and eight. Go for it. Fourth and three. Go for it. Fourth and two. Fuck it. Go for it. What are we doing? Hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. Hold on, Matt. I seen the greatest meme last night. It was, it was, it was, it was Dan Campbell playing, playing fucking 21 blackjack at the card table. He had 18. He goes, hit it. Hit it. Hit it. I want 18. Fucking, he, the dealers, dealers, dealers got a fucking, uh, a fucking six. Hit. <laughs> fucking hit me. That motherfucker got two tens out there. Fucking hit it. Hit. 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 Oh, split them. Hit. Split those. Hit. Hey, uh, Matt said, Matt said hit fourth and 45. Fuck it. Go it. for it. Go for it. <laughs> Hey, they don't even ask Dan Campbell. The D coordinator don't even say nothing. Yeah, like, oh hey, Dan, Dan, look at the coach like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck do you think this is? Hey, hey, hey. All right, all right, Matt, before you leave, we got one more segment we got to get with you because we have a loaded show today. All right, Matt, Matt, hold on, Matt. Can you do one more hour? One more hour? <laughs> no, fuck, shut up. Um, five minutes, Matt, five minutes. And you said five minutes, ten minutes ago. He did. He did. All right. We got a segment, Big Matt. We call it Make It Make Sense. Okay. We got to get our shit in now. We got to get our show in now, Matt. Come on now. Make it make sense. I go again, Matt. I go on a whole rant, and then you come in. All right? So here we go. Luca scores 73 points in the NBA Association. Devin Booker scores 62 points. Town scored 62 points, and Embiid scored 70 in the same week. And now we are anointing them as the goats of all time. Kobe would be turning over in his grave as he would average 80 in today's game. Miss me with all your entitled bullshit and you enabled soft fucks we once called a physical sport are now playing in. Miss me with the defense being played because we have an honor code among players, Smat and Smitty, to swap jerseys after games, to keep each other upright, to protect our individual bags, and to grow player empowerment so that the younger generations can see us and do this same shit. It's become softer and softer and softer. It's a fucking joke. It's not like the Detroit fucking Pistons bad boys are out there playing against Luca the other night. The game was actually a slap in the entire league's face. If you watch the Luca 73, it closely, it was layup after layup. Guys allowing him to the rack, allowing him to score was really hard to watch if you're a fucking guy that loves competition competition like I do if guys make threes to be honest Smitty and Matt so be it if you fucking are on fire so be it but if you're allowing guys to run to the rack and you're just swiping at the ball with lackluster effort and allowing guys lay up as a it's a joke 
I would find every one of those motherfuckers on defense. We are discussing Luca on this particular rant, but let's be honest. Let's be honest here. Make sure we're discussing the same guy who had a kid booted from the arena for heckling, but then turns around and goes into the crowd and beats his chest like he's the fucking goat of all time. Make it make sense. You can talk shit to the crowd when you score 73, but if somebody heckles you, you fucking have them booted out, you foreigner bitch. I'm tired of dealing with this motherfucker, and we're soft as shit. We're soft as shit, and I'm glad KG fucked over Paul Gasol that year, even though I'm a Laker fan, because these Euro fucks think they're the shit. They're soft as shit, and I'm just here to say that shit I'm tired of these motherfuckers. And I'm telling you right now, go play the Detroit Pistons, motherfucker, Luca, if you think you're going to even score 20, motherfucker. And I'm so glad and happy. And I want you to make it make sense when they say that Larry Bird and fucking Magic couldn't play today. Guess what? The fat, slow, white guy who can't jump scored 73, motherfucker. What do you think Larry Bird would have did, you fucks? Go ahead, Nick Smitty. Go ahead, Smitty. Take Oh, great defense. Great fucking effort. Great effort. Yay. Great fucking effort. Oh, look at that. Great defense. He fucking really stopped him from getting. Oh, yeah, Luca, pound your chest. You're the fucking guy. You fucking pussy. Uh, okay. Oh, I I don't know where to start. Yeah. I mean, he just said. So. I mean, so, yeah, I mean, some, yeah, yeah. Put that pressure monitor on. That's check a good that idea. motherfucker. Uh, Tighten the sleeve up. Trust me, I deal with this shit. Tighten that sleeve up a little bit. Make sure it's right. Uh, start measurement now. <laughs> I uh, listen, man. I uh, gotta go. Defense was not that amazing. I will say that. But to score 73 points is hard to do, even on a fucking video game. So let alone, you know, bad defense, great defense or not. I mean, 73? Like, that's a 73? It's an error. It's an error. Because you didn't tie your sleep up. It's really an error. I'm sorry, fellas. I really haven't. I'm not faking this. No, you got to tie your sleep up, player. You You need to call the AE. Yeah, you need, yeah. He, he, hey, Matt, he's backed up right now like a motherfucker. He's backed all the way up. Over and like, like so, so back, back to my rant. Does anybody agree? Disagree? No, I mean, I, I mean, I don't. You I agree. Agree. Do all that for no reason? Well, you said a lot. I don't know what to agree with. I disagree with the, I don't know. You said so. I'm trying to see. All right, so. The foreign players today are fucking ballers. I got to say that, first of all. Jokic is the real fucking deal. You're not going to come over and tell me that Jokic is some... some By the way, the real deal. me for showing up and playing, you soft pussy foreigner. Yeah, that's, uh, that's some soft fucking shit right there. You want to talk about a fucking bitch. Yeah, B's a hooper. Jokic is a hooper. Luca's a hooper. These are real... Y'all, this is all personal shots. These guys are real deal hoopers is all I'm trying to say. He's a good player, but he has no heart. He'll never win a title. That guy's a fucking pussy. He ducked Jokic again the other night. Five minutes before game time. I don't want to play. And he wasn't but on the injury report. Yeah. Was not on the injury report. Not on the report. Just I hear just, that. I sat there like, oh, you're going to mock and boo me? <laughs> That's not a competitor. That's I'm a not straight. 
He's a straight fuckboy. And I'm not here to defend MB, but the, the, yeah. your rant was a whole you you threw out the entirety of the foreigners. You said the foreigners. I mean every foreign fucking player that I mean we go back to fucking Dirk and Ginobili and I mean every foreign great. You the fucking That's Tony Kukoc, fucking Detlef Shrimp, Stoyakovich, fucking like Red Modovich, Vuvich, Sasha Vuvich is for the fucking Lakers. Who's that's our guy? You who, every, who, 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 Sasha, who? Sasha from the fucking Lakers. Every hey, who, great who fucking seven foot set. George Wimbayama, like Wimbayama. Every form. I mean, you win at everybody. So I just, I have to disagree with that element because there's so many greats. <laughs> Who are Giannis? Hey, I, I, Giannis? Giannis? You call oh, Giannis? Giannis you know why Giannis? You call, no, no, no. You call Giannis soft. Stop. Giannis is defending his brother. His brother's fucking horrible. Oh, of course, you want to defend your brother. I defend you, JB. You're nah, nah. I'm gonna defend you. Hey, nah, nah, nah. nah, if, nah. Matt, if Matt fucks up, I'm gonna say, Matt, you're my brother, Matt. You fucking up. No, 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 on, on, no, no. Behind the scenes, behind no, the scenes, nah. I am. No, no, no. no. Feels like this. Hey, brother, you're fucking horrible. But guess what? I'm gonna vote you in the All Star game. No, Be- fuck no. Behind the scenes, I'm gonna be like, hey, Matt, we, we probably, we probably got to tell it back a little hey, bit. Hey, you know what? But on the TV, I'm, hey, fuck it, I'm with Matt. Like that's what it is. That's how you do it. Be like, hey, man, you probably shouldn't chase the team out from Stanford <laughs> the game. That'd be fucked up. Why would you do that? I'd appreciate it if you guys would hold me back. If I was to do some dumb shit. Oh, wait a second. You mean I didn't? I didn't do that because I wasn't there. I'm like Batman. I'm the fat version of Batman. Somebody got a Photoshop, Matt, like behind, the, behind the buffalo, behind. You know, like, you know, like the family guy with Peter Griffin where he's in the suit and he, da 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 spider pig, spider pig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, hey, I got to go fight crime hypothetically, and I'm going to go also, uh, I'm going to go to the Super Bowl and follow the team out of the tunnel real quick. I wonder if that's a violation. Uh, yeah, don't do it, man. Be careful. Uh, be careful. Keep, be careful. Way, keep raising your son the right way and defending your name and honor like you should. And uh, we will see you tomorrow. Um, I'll come on your show this week. There- <laughs> Thank you, no. man. Yeah, yeah. Who, who's, who's, obviously, you're the president, but who's VP? Who, who's VP? So if you get killed, who's next? For optics, it has to be me. For optics, Matt, Matt is Secretary of Defense. Minnie is my uh, publicist. So what would I be? You're the Secretary, Secretary of Defense. Okay, I can fuck with that. You know, Matt. Matt would love that. Fucking war now! Like damn, yeah, I can just send special forces anywhere I want. Yes, yeah. we're gonna get shit done quick, dog. Matt would be like. This motherfucker stepped on my shoe. I declare war now. I'm like, damn. Like, hold on, Matt. Hold on, Matt. Like, hey, no. I mean, you two got you two got to call me and be like, yo, dog. I'm the VP, and you're the president. You can't just be declaring war on whoever the fuck you want, whenever the fuck exactly, you exactly. But not like Giannis. Not like Giannis when his brother's absolutely asshole, and he's selling everybody he's great. JB, you gotta understand though. Think about the whole story. These three motherfuckers, three brothers, they they didn't have shit. They were selling they were selling fucking cell phones and shit and fucking yeah, yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. So so yeah, so hold on. The same shit in the hood, homie. Okay, so if you make it with your brother, you gonna make sure your brother eat. If you got that power, why why wouldn't I do it if I got the power? Come on now. I'm Giannis. I run Milwaukee. I brought a ring to you, motherfuckers. The no, first ring is Kareem. His name, when he, his name was even Kareem when he got a ring. So if I got that power, I'm going to bring, yeah, I'm bringing my brother on there. If you don't like it, cut me. Oh, guess what? You can't because I'm the face of the fucking franchise. 
Now what? JB, if I get put on, guess what? You getting put on. No matter who like it or not. Now what? Nah, 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 boo, boo. What you gonna do? Not shit. Cause I'm hey, man, all of a sudden, Smitty's fucking yeah. communications is working fine, I guess. So maybe I refreshed it. I can hear Matt. Every time a guest uh, comes in, every time a guest comes in, I can't hear him. I have to refresh my computer, bring it back in, and then it works. I can hear Matt clear. I can hear Matt clearly now. The, the rain, rain is gone. All right, Matt, hey, go defend your name. I want to see anything you tweet that talks shit. I'm going to retweet it immediately and try to get it uh, millions of views. Immediately or immediately? I want to see all the hate come out because I take on hate every day and I need other people to take it on with me. So uh, I'm just all right, kidding. Man. All right, Matt, five more minutes. So, I, so we got another seven. I got a rant called Big Smitty's. Uh... <laughs> all right, Matt, appreciate you coming on. We'll see you tomorrow. Stay up. <laughs> Big, big Matt, man. Still, uh, Smitty, we got Eric, Eric Weddle coming on. Super Bowl champ. We're going to break down Super Bowl week. What ha- goes into it. We're going to get his takes on a lot of shit. We got a lot of things to talk about. Tomorrow's show is going to be epic. Lamar chokes again. You ain't got to keep uh, saying it. Tank Johnson, uh, Steve Kim, uh, Dr. Jesse Moores. We got a lot of cats tomorrow. Another loaded show. This is going to be a loaded week, man. I'm just going to tell you. Tomorrow we have Michael Lombardi on. So don't miss tomorrow. It is a fully loaded Tuesday. God, man. I mean, I, we don't take breaks here. We just grind. Like, it's unbelievable. My blood pressure has an air message, Smitty. Air That's message. Real. That's real. <laughs> I mean, my, 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 the whole Bailey, we, we, we clipped that whole thing about my whole fucking, uh, make it make sense rant. We got to use that. Uh, shout you know, out to I don't, you know, you, you know, they're going to call you racist, JB. You know that, right? I'm good with it. I'll take it on. Shout out to all the Euros that I do appreciate and love. I got Euros over at the house last night, by the way. But nobody wants to know. Who cares? I'm not tripping. And guess what? Fuck it. Bring it. So, Lamar chokes again. We will see it tomorrow. Uh, you carry me. Who's that? Um, Bill Cosby was saying that, that you carry me. <laughs> of course he is. Of course. Great pitcher. Hey, so look. Dan Campbell displays one of the biggest epic fails I've ever seen. We're going to break that down. Uh, McDonald to me with the commanders one day after losing to the Chiefs. Horrible timing. Smitty and I is going to break that down. Uh, Harbaugh says he was starstruck after meeting Herbert. We're going to dive into that. The Browns hire ex-Bills OC Dorsey. Ken Dorsey is going to take over the Bills and Deshaun Watson. Kadarius Tony's IG Live. You won't want to miss it. Uh and then uh, LeBron delivers in a huge way as the Lakers beat the Warriors in double overtime. We got a lot of that, plus some hell yeah, hell no. We got some white people shit, some black people shit. Eric Weddle, Super Bowl champ. It's a loaded Monday, y'all. Pound the like button. It's the greatest show on planet Earth. Big Bailey, take us away. I got to piss like a Russian racehorse. We'll see you in four minutes. And this is horrible, horrible, horrible. Like, you're getting trapped down here. Real simple coverage, what they do at college level. We're going to trap you to the to the field here. And he throws right to the trap corner. I, I'm not going to knock Hurts here, but the offensive schematics, What he's sprinting out on a naked off a zone read look, Matt. Let me ask you something, Matt. On a zone read look, who the fuck is throwing this route across the formation against the no grain one. of the game? No one. 
So why aren't you giving him a third level concept? Look, look at the effort by him too. They know he's oh, not getting horrible. Too. It's fucking horrible. I mean, this is bad, bro. And then look at look at the receiver too. He's not breaking off his route. He's turning outside to the fucking to the sideline rather than turning inside to the quarterback. Right now, the ball should be going to Devontae Smith on a stop route on an inside fucking like hot adjustment immediately. Like, or the, the, if he's going to sink on the flat route like this, you've got to throw the second level part. Like it, anything. Just Matt, you got to have some separation. So what? This guy can't play both, right? Nope, can't do both. And this guy is playing both. But Jalen is predetermined, coach. You know this. He it's is, not. Right. He's not he reading is. anything. Everything he's doing is a predetermined destination. They he they is. tell him who to throw the ball to. And then he does it. He says, okay, I'm throwing the ball to A.J. Brown this play. I'm throwing the ball to Devontae Smith this play. Instead of manipulating the defense with his eyes and with the movement and with the, with the motion, they use motion to get guys open rather than using motion to identify what the defense is doing. They're, and in turn, getting guys open. Like, if you don't understand what I'm talking about when I say that, you're a mental cripple. Like, people use motion and formation variation to figure out if you're in man or zone to figure out how you're going to play certain things. This one, right? This look right here, go back coach to the beginning of it. Matt, this is some of the most elementary. Stop right there. Stop. All right. Now this right here is an, I would say this is a, this is an under front when you're looking at it from a run game perspective, it's an over front when you're looking at it from a pass game perspective, however you want to call it, it's called, but think, think about it like this. They do this, and they're going Ray to zero, okay? So that's a three-man slide to zero if you go back to the back end. And then they commit seven guys, all right? And they, they when they do that, the right side right here should be kicking all the way, 52, bam, 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 out. And then the left guard, left tackle are both rock one-on-one on the two-down linemen. So hit play real quick. That I, I mean that why are hmm. they, they, they won plus the protection? This should have been. Yeah, cool. I understand, but Jalen Hurts should be moving his back over, or they should be full turning right. this. Like they, they, there's ways to adjust this and pick it up. Fifty and, and the other thing is that's face pressure. If we want, if they do want to roll with this like this, that's fine. But now Jalen, throw the ball now. The the ball needs to go out. You see that fucking hole where fifty two leaves and and. Devontae Smith could win outside and then go back inside. That's where they need to throw the ball. Wherever the wherever they blitz from, that's where right we need here. to attack. Right there. Right, right there. there. Exactly. Instead of running outside, let's hot route that motherfucker inside, side adjust this bitch and roll. And the fact that Jalen doesn't have any like, like Jalen didn't see this, Matt. Like you he didn't, he he didn't know he was blitzing. Walk up and go, easy, 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 easy. Hey, Devontae. Or or fucking fish hook or whatever, whatever your nonverbal communication is to six here. Watch how much this opens up right here. All right, all right, all right. Of course, I'm back first. Woo! What a show! What a loaded lineup! What a loaded show! Pound the like, man. We should have 1,300 likes. Why don't we have it? Break the algorithm, man. Damn. Oh, hell yeah, Mo7755. Shout out to you for being a loyal, well, I wish you were a member, but a loyal uh, viewer and watcher. 
Um, much love to you. He said he remembers before it was under 200 people. I remember when it was 15 people. Shit. Remember when it was 15 people. We're going to dive into the Lamar Jackson take uh, with Smitty. I'm going to dive into it. Everyone's blaming everybody else. Um, Zay Flowers for the taunting call. I saw the 15-yarder, and then then he cut his own finger open on the sideline. Um, and... Uh, Listen, man, shout out to all the OGs, Brian Case and Lucy and Sean Waffle and Joe Accord. And there's so many loyal members, loyal fans, loyal supporters. Let me say that, not fans. Let me say supporters uh, that, uh, you know, we've came a long way, but we got a long way to go. So um, to get this thing as the greatest thing on your television every single day. Or your screen or your phone or your TV, wherever it is. Um, here's the issue I have with this whole it's always somebody's fault. It's always somebody's fault. Um always. Like let's just be honest. Smitty gets back in here, we'll break this down because I want to take this in a certain direction. Um I love Lamar Jackson Smitty. I love his character. I love the kid. I think he's a good kid at the end of the day. I I just have been always against the fact that people don't realize that there's certain intangibles that you must have to win a Super Bowl. And I, I haven't seen Lamar Jackson style win a Super Bowl. I just haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. We haven't seen it. So I don't understand when I say those things, why they come out as hate. I, I'm just telling you. So I'm supposed to go against my beliefs, and I'm, a supposed, I'm supposed to go with the casual fucking Twitter fan that, no, he's going to win it. He's going to do it. No, he's not. And having said that, let's bring in a all-time, i.e., Inland Empire finest alta loma's greatest utah ute legend charger legend raven legend and super bowl champ los angeles ram eric weddle clap it up used to be called the bearded one used to be called the beard the feared beard 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 what do we call it now E Dove, is it the? Can I say the Aaron Rodgers or? (laughs) Is it the? Is it the? Does anybody the Shave Samurai? It's E Dove. It's the the young young stud E Dove. That's what that is. Nobody comes to you like, hey, it looks like you know, little 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 Pornhub (laughs) seventies. Nothing like that, huh? I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure people that get into that who can't get it from their old lady uh, will probably think that. So, Smitty's having horrible uh, technical <laughs> issues. Is, 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 Sm- is Smitty gonna? Is Smitty gonna leave us today early or what? I mean, I'm sure it's been he a, might after Lamar Jackson. He might yeah, have to take leave I'm early. I'm sure it's been a, a amazing show with all the the games yesterday. And oh my gosh, where do we begin? Yeah, it's a lot. We had Jared Payton on. Big Matt came on and dropped a little truth bomb about what, Colorado and Dion kind of throwing him under the bus. He's what not did very he say? What did he say? 
He's not very happy, E-Dub. He's, he's like, you know, I wasn't even at the game, Sports Illustrated. Oh, yeah, and, I saw that. And, I saw that. and everybody's throwing me under the bus, and they're, they're minor violations using my name. And he's like, everybody thinks it's uh, crying and, and, and all this, but it's my name. I, I'm like, hey, defend your name. Shit, I had to. Screw it. Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, but maybe sometimes the truth hurts. Um, truth will set you free. It will. It will. Uh all right, Edub. Give us your. I don't know where we start here because you know nowadays in this culture you got to walk so you know on eggshells because you'd be canceled and all this stuff. Listen, you know we're we're both at fault here. We're both in the wrong here. Smitty and I, meaning referring to Smitty and I, is when I say both. Um, we are screwed today, and we're trying to get a way to get out of it. So Smitty is lost on the Lamar side. I'm lost on the Mahomes side. I was hoping to be two and one at least with Shanahan choke job in another big game. Um, That's still going to happen. We got a lot to break down. We got the Dan Campbell debacle. We got mm. the, the Andy Reid carrying Mahomes to another Super Bowl. And then we got Lamar Jackson, uh, the great Lamar Jackson, the freak of nature Lamar Jackson, the athletically gifted freak that we may have never seen since Michael yeah. Vick, Lamar Jackson, uh, catching his own ball like we're in the backyard playing hoop. What do you I'll think? Give, I'll give my instant. I'll give my reactions on on the two games, and and then we can go from there. Let's uh, do it. Well, first, first with my Ravens, I'm I'm heartbroken. Uh, you know, for the for those players, you know, I the talk. Everyone can, it can be talking heads, and it's it's if you haven't been in that locker room after a loss, when your season's done, with the expectations are skyrocket uh to the super bowl it's it's tough so i i feel for those guys but the bottom line is and you guys remember me saying this last week spagnola is no joke and i was worried about that defense against our offense in this game for the specific reasons that spags knows how to take away what you do good He's the, probably the most big game coordinator ever. You know who coordinated the 18-0 Patriots in the Super Bowl? Who was on the other side? Spagnola. Yep. So it's – I was worried, and I knew it, and and I wish, you know, the mistake mistakes are going to happen. That's football. But you just can't do those things in a big game when – Everything revolves around you. So I'm going to talk to Lamar first. As much as he does something good and great, he, you can't make those decisions. You can't make those plays uh, in a situation where it's you know it's going to be a tight game. I said it was going to be a low-scoring game. Two top five defenses. Like Scoring is going to be hard to come by. So you can't turn the ball over. You can't sit there and backpedal 25 yards trying to extend play. As much as Purdy is is deficient in many things, you know what he did in the second half? It was one read and run. It was one read, either a bubble or a screen. And if that's not there, a quick game, he's running the ball. That's what Lamar needs to do or should do instead of trying to extend the play and try to make something happen that doesn't work against top-notch defenses. It's It's been shown. And – I'm I'm mad because I know he can do it and he just needs to continue to get better. He's super talented, but the bottom line is is you can't you can't hold a team to 17 points and lose at home. 
it's it's the bottom line. It's unfortunate. No one, there's no one to blame, but every person in that organization for a loss uh, that shouldn't have happened. Okay. Now moving on to the other game. For the life of me, for the life of me, I do not understand why coaches lose game for their teams. I don't, I don't understand. I love everything about Dan Campbell, but when does someone understand? That just because you're some a certain way as a coach for 18 weeks doesn't mean you have to do that in the biggest game. It's okay to say, hey, I'm ultra aggressive. I go for fourth downs all the time. But when you're on the road in the playoffs, you never not take the points. It's, it's baffling to me that you're going to make these decisions for your team. It's not so much that whatever reason you want to do it, it's the momentum aspect of the game for players. It's the belief. It's the confidence. You just went on a four minute drive instead of tying the game to give your defense some confidence that, Hey man, we're reeling right now. We just gave up 17 points straight. You're not going to do that for your team. It's the morale. It's the confidence. It's the belief that, Hey, we're okay guys. We weathered this storm. We're reeling, but no, you take that away. Next thing, fumble, boom, touchdown. It, the game was over. I texted JB in that moment when I'm driving home from this tournament that took all my Sunday. The game is over. The game is over. The game of momentum in the playoffs is, is bigger than anything that we could talk about. So it's – I just get frustrated as a player. And for some of these players to sit here and say, I love going for fourth down. Jared Goff, why don't you just say, no, I'd rather take the points because I know in your heart you believe that. So I, it's, 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 I get fired up because it's so hard. It's, I spent 13 years, everything I had to try to make the Super Bowl, and I didn't even come, I came close once in the AFC Championship game, right? It's so hard to do that. And now, he does, he does as a vet, that's a guy on the sideline that that has the credibility to go over yes. and say, yes. hey, man, what are you doing? Was yes. that something you would have done in that second, at least the second scenario, if you couldn't have got to him by the first missed field goal attempt that he did not take? The second one now is even magnifying the first one that he yes. didn't take. Like, if, if that's their – if that's who they are, right? Like they just don't like 45 yard field goals. Okay. The first one I would, I would have kicked the first one to give them a chance, right? If you, maybe you don't have confidence. I don't really know the story. I don't know. The, maybe you got to give them a chance. It's the playoffs. This is a chance to go to the Super Bowl. You got to make every decision right in these games. Okay. You Then if he misses, okay. The second time, all right, go for it. But to, to not even give them a chance, not even give your team a chance to put points on the board on the road, guys. It's it's crazy. It's 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 just it's just not. It ain't smart. It ain't smart, Weddle. Yeah, I'm sorry. It just ain't smart. Well, <laughs> I, I got to ask both of you guys. It's hard. I'm seeing on social media. All I see is this is who he is. This is who they it's are. Dumb. That's the dumbest thing anybody that, can say. It's, it's, I, thank you. Like, I don't at what point is it I have to win for my players that got me here? Uh, when does that kick in? Like, when this is who I am shit keeps killing me, man. Because, like, no, I need to take the points to win the fucking football game to go to the Super Bowl. When does that kick in? <laughs> it's, I, I don't, 
is there no one in there to just pull him aside and say, hey, coach, like, there's a lot of times, you know, this happened This happened last year, for example. Like, right before halftime, a couple of my coaches came to me and were like, hey, we're thinking about this adjustment on defense. What do you think? And initially, as I stood there, I'm like, no, we have rules in place with our defense. Just tell them how our rules are and make them play better. And then I took 20 seconds to actually realize what they're saying. And I'm like, hey, that's actually a good idea. Let's go implement it. If you don't have someone there in the moment, like you can get caught up. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like you can get caught up, but there's no way that a coach can get caught up in this situation on this type of game that you're not taking. I, I There's no reason. There's no fathomable explanation. I don't know. Yes. There, there's someone. I And to sit up there, Dan, I love you. I, I really do. I would play my tail off for you. But don't get up there and say i mean i don't live with regret so i like the answer and i respect it but don't sit up there and say that was the difference in the game like you, i i stand by that okay i stand by it because that's how you live but that's the wrong decision for your team that is probably yeah. the difference other amongst other things of how they played the four drop picks and you know can't you know execute the fumble this and that but there's many plays, but for a coach in the decision-making, when you're expected to make the best decisions for your team, that those were not the best decisions. Yeah, I agree. I don't understand. So, like, Steve Kim was here. We're, we're watching the first one. They're up 14, 24-10. Their defense seemingly was dominating the game up front. I thought they played as great as they could on the, both sides of the ball. OND line, the trenches were dominant. Uh, first half and a half by the Lions, and I'm like, yeah, all right, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was like, it wasn't even close. And, and you're then, up 14, EW, you're up 14, and I'm like, all right, you don't go for the field goal, you want to choke them out, cool, right? But when the no, second no, one happens, no, it so, the first JB, one, it turns it, it, you put them up to a three score game. Ooh. It's not so much anything other than now you're thinking, I have 12 minutes left or a quarter and a half left in this game, three possessions, you're thinking possessions how many more possessions are they going to get right in an right. extended amount of time it's not it <laughs> i don't know take your time man take your time i don't know it's 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 tough it's tough to for those guys in the locker room i get I mean, it i mean both decisions were bad but i'm not gonna lie that second field goal when they were actually down three with seven minutes left i'm yes. like all right bro like come on like like we like you have to kick now like it's not an option what are you more shocked at guys that both of you played and whether you played in a super bowl in this game they're about to play in and what are you more shocked at that dan was a former player that actually played with passion and understood the grind and went through all the ups and downs and adversity and the tears and the bloodshed and the crying uh, with his camaraderie, you know, the, the, the tightly knitted uh, locker room that it is. Are you more shocked that he kind of just forgot that with his own team and said, hey, you guys really don't deserve to win this. Let's just go for it. Or are you like saying, hey, I'm shocked at the mismanagement now of the CEO part of this guy like to me it's like come on man you played and understand e-dub in my point like give your guys an opportunity we've all met horrible i'm sure e-dub you had a hell of a season as a head coach first head coaching job but i'm sure you look back and say fuck i, I made a horrible call there a horrible decision okay. i look back and say god i've made ass decisions as a head coach 
But I also went to my guys on a critical situation. Say, hey, man, you want to fake punt this? Hey, man, you want to take a knee in the end zone? My punter told me, hey, Davey, we worked it all week long. Why don't we do it? Good idea. Let's do it. I, I wasn't going to be like, oh, hell no, nah. punt the bitch away and get it blocked. Like, I think if you take players two cents and use it with your own and say, hey, man, this is a team thing now. Uh, we want to go for it. Hey, hey, D coordinator, you know what? What do you think? You guys playing well enough for us to go for this, or or do you think we should take the point? I always did that with my guys, and and I think the players respect it, the coaches respect it, but when you're just like, ah, fuck it, let's go for it, fourth and eight. Edub, they got into empty with Jared Goff, who cannot run, and guess what? Wilkes auto check is to empty. Fire zone. Let's just zone drop this dude and make him throw the ball because he ain't going to run. And look what happened. It's like it's like football one-on-one. Like, come on, this ain't Lamar Jackson and empty. It's Jared Goff. He ain't running. Uh, yeah, I don't get it. Sad day for Detroit. I do wonder. I know right now we're, we're assuming that, you know, the, the players – now he dropped the ball, Smitty, not to cut you off. He catches the ball. We're talking different shit. Right, right, points. right. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You're, you're dialing up a play for Reynolds? Like, yeah, that's yeah. that's your go-to? It was a dice route. Like, what what are we what are we doing? Man to man. Go yeah. ahead, No, I was just saying, like, I, you know, trying to be devil's advocate here. Like, we're kind of assuming that, you know, based upon your last point, JB, that the players did not want to go for it. I don't know if you guys. I mean, have you guys heard something about players coming out saying they saying they didn't want to go for it? Now, again, again, the, the, the decision shouldn't have been made, but just saying that based upon JB's last point, you saying you would always go to your players. But hey, how y'all feeling right now? I feel like that Detroit locker room, just because that's what they've been doing, they they actually like being aggressive. And I, yeah, I guess so, the players someone, might want to. Someone's got to come in there. Like a yeah. Jared needs to come in there and say, "Coach, you tripping? Let's <laughs> take these points, man." Yeah, I agree. Like, like, like to Edo's first part of this, though, like to to qu- answer your question, Jared Goff got on that stand like he was in a jury trial, and he lied for his defendant. He was like, "Hell no, I love it." Blah 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 blah. He's not going to throw his coach under the bus who traded for him, and that means that team is bought into uh, him, Dan Campbell. Right. Right. I'm glad they bought into it. I'm glad of the answer, like Edub said. Great answer, but we know for truthfully, we know you're lying. You know that you wanted to take the points, Jared Goff. You've been in this situation with the Rams. You know you need to take the points in Frisco in a hostile environment. You know. That's Edub's point. That's my point. I don't think they're going to throw him under the bus and say, no, we should have kicked it. But I think at the same time, they're going to say, hey, we know we should be playing today in a Super Bowl. Football is just crazy, though, because it's like one one decision here, one inch here, one thing. You know, I talk about the Ravens game. Zay Flowers literally fumbles the ball as he's crossing the end zone. He doesn't do that. I don't know what I don't know what happens. All I know is 14-17, and it might be a whole other conversation right now. Going back to the Lions game, if Reynolds catches the ball, we're, we're not – I mean, we might bring up the, the, the fact that he went for it, but we probably like, – hey, Hell of a call. It was gutsy. No, it was ballsy. Man. But, but, I, hey, would, but it I works, wouldn't. You know, I, don't, I wouldn't. But I'm just saying more I'm with you on that the bigger media. Yeah. Would. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's, there's just so many, so many factors going to why you win games, why you lose games, the mistakes. I mean, the Ravens with the personal fouls and the refs. So stupid. Oh, my God. The penalties that they, that they called and that they don't call. And, Woo! you know, the, you know, the flowers. Like, you said, you know, am I, 
you know, people say you should let them show, but you should let them taunt this and that. Like that's all good, but that's not the rules. So right. when people Be say smart. that, it's just ignorance. Like yeah. understand the rules. If you don't like the rules, then you don't play. Or if you don't like the rules, change the rules. So exactly. that's the rules. And you get up, and yeah, you came back from it. But how many times is it emphasized, Coach JB, that if it's not the end of the game or a two-point conversion, you don't reach the ball over the goal line? You, mm. you don't. Bill Belichick. That's a Bill Belichick rule. You don't. You don't. You don't do it. And Ricky you know that's Banner. such a such a huge mistake like huge like back. huge huge yeah, then, then they come back and he throws a horrible pick he he threw it right to the linebacker early in the game he was off on all his deep throws backpedaling trying to extend plays instead of just either running or getting the ball out when he needs to get it out it's yeah it just was an off game at the wrong time and you just can't do it like the reality is for lamar and he's the only one that's going to change the narrative is he's two and four with six touchdowns and six picks. I mean, that's what when he is, is at, at the moment. And when is the, to your point, when does the blame start to like I'm tired of this narrative? We Smitty and I were gonna have this debate, and I want to ask Smitty this. Uh, even though I'm I'm low-key on Smitty's side on this because I need his backing for Mahomes later on. <laughs> but at the same time, E dub, like let's be honest here on the realest show on planet Earth. We went through Greg Roman. And I heard all the naysayers out there bash Greg Roman for a year. This isn't the coordinator for him. He's horrible. Blah, blah, blah. And we want him fired. All I saw yesterday was fire Munkin. He's horrible. It's the fantasy drafting guys who are on Twitter who know nothing about the sport that come out and continue to use it's his fault, his fault, his fault. It's Zay Flowers' fault. It's Likely's fault. I, I heard the craziest one, Weddle. Likely threw up his hand, so it's his fault that Lamar threw in the triple coverage and threw the pick. I almost blew, lost my mind when I saw a media guy say it. So I'm sitting here like, when is it Lamar just doesn't have the it factor maybe? Or maybe he's just not ready for this particular game to take him over the hump. Maybe... Maybe it's not. Look at this. That's his fault for throwing his hand up in triple coverage, apparently. I'm trying to figure out when is it Lamar's fault. That's all I'm asking because I want to know because we're going to get all these victim takes. No, I want to I know mean, when it's Lamar's fault and I not think, I Greg think, Roman. Yeah, right now it is. I think, yeah, I think, I think Lamar. He's owned it. I think Lamar thinks it's if he plays better or good, they win that game. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think – I think at the end of his career, you can say – he didn't have the it factor in the playoffs. If it doesn't end up winning a Super Bowl or he ends up turning this around, he's so young, he's going to pay another 10 years. That's what I'm least. saying. It's not, so it's not like it's over. That's what that's, it's, that's it's just, I'm saying. Yeah. The reality is, and, you know, the reality is, and, and a, lot of, a lot of quarterbacks are thrown into this. If you don't win a Super Bowl for whatever reason, then you're in a different echelon, right? doesn't mean that you're not great in your own aspect, but the same comparison or same – bucket you could say is him and Dak like they have great regular seasons and the playoffs come and then and then the success doesn't match the regular season why does that happen various reasons but the reality is is he didn't play his best football and when your great players don't play great you usually lose like when I went into a game and my position if I, and I told myself if I play great football we have a high likelihood of winning this game this is because if I don't that means I'm giving up a couple touchdowns we had bad communication errors. I missed a couple tackles. Like, that's how I put myself. So 
when you're a quarterback, it's the same aspect. You need your great players to play great. If they don't, you, you're going to lose. And uh, I, I think he he's never been a guy. Be, you know, I was around him as a rookie. I, I haven't been around him since then. But he's never comes across as an excuse maker, as a blame guy. Like, he'll take it. And that's what he said. He's going to come back and grind and work harder. But to the to your point, JB, like you are what you are. And right now, just like you are what your record is, your record and the success in the playoffs aren't good. And, and it hurts me because I love that place and I wanted them to win and have his flowers, but they didn't get it done. Yeah. Transitioning to the other quarterback on the other on the West Coast here, Brock Purdy, who got it done. So he goes, he's I've been it's ebb and flow with him, right? The media, the, 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 there's there's the Ryan Clarks of the world that says he's a manager. And then you got the Richard Sherman's guy that I coach, who I love to death and his family, who who have been on the side of, uh, you know, he's like, he's on his side. Like, this, he's a Niner backer. Of course, he played there. But he's like, hey, you know, w- what's up with the managing now? He's balling out. He got him to a Super Bowl. I, I, breaking down the game, which I'll have tomorrow, and I'd love to get uh, talk about this. Like, I want to know, like, <sighs> He threw four picks yesterday that were dropped. Like, I just want to be honest here. He threw four picks that no one wants to bring up. We're always going to say he's the guy now because he won. And we're going to say that Lamar is the failure because he lost. Like, this is what it is. Like, let's just be honest. Brock Purdy threw balls that should have been picked right there. Um, He threw one on the sideline, on the left sideline that I think we have. That should have been picked right here. This is two pick balls that he should have had. But mainstream media and everybody will not discuss it. They won't discuss how mm-hmm. bad the secondary in Detroit is as far as just ball skills. Like, make a play, son. This is the biggest game, and the biggest players make big-time plays and big-time games, and they did not make one. There was also two other drop balls that should have been picked. And guess what, to E-Dub's point? He didn't like read one. He took off and scampered and made his feet win the game. That's really what it was. Um, but to 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 does point, he didn't like one. He pulled it down. He didn't say in the pocket, go two, three, four, run around, throw a pick or any of that stuff. But let's not act like this guy's Joe Montana either. Like, I'm curious to s- why the people that come out so heavily favoring the Niners fan base are s- going to go, okay. This is the next Joe Montana. I heard it today on Get Up, and I'm just like, oh, my God. We're just annoying. Oh, no, they said that? They called him the next yeah, Joe Montana? Rex Ryan, dog. Ah, I'm just like. I, I, I hope he was. I, I got to go. I hope he's playing around or something. Was some he wasn't weird. playing around. Ain't no way he's called Purdy Joe Montana. But anyway, listen, man. Shout out, to, shout out to Purdy. The story's great, you know, to be here. You know, they're back in the Super Bowl. That's all you can. I mean, that's all you can ask for. You get an opportunity to, to be. The kings on the on top of the mountain, on top of the throne. We can we can look back and say woulda, coulda, shoulda. It should have been a pick. Should have been a pick. It wasn't. You know he made the plays that he needed to make for the, for that team to come back and win. Now you could argue that he was the reason why they were in the hole, or he was a part of the reason why they were in the hole. But even if he was, he was a part of the reason why they got out of it and ended up winning the game. So they're back in the Super Bowl. So I will say this though. He has to clean some things up in these next couple of weeks because the way that the Chiefs defense is looking right now, I don't see them dropping those picks. So that's the bigger issue. That's the bigger problem. And I'm going to be honest, I don't like the Chiefs at all, but I can't lie. I don't see the, the Niners beating the yeah. Chiefs. I don't see I don't see no way of, the, of them winning this game. The, the, the thing, like, 
but people that and it's cool like everyone's everyone's a fan of their team and they love a story and <laughs> and no one's taken away like he is he's had an outstanding season i'll put it like this because i've been in those rooms i've been in the scouting reports i've been on the field i don't have all the answers but Purdy is, this is how it goes. Purdy is Jimmy G 2.0, but better. He will throw you four to five balls a game that we just got to catch. He's not going to kill you deep. He's not going to kill you outside of the numbers. He's part of a system. He gets the ball out, screens, bubbles. He hits it inside the numbers. He's got great timing. He can move around the pocket. He won't beat us. That's that's who he is. Like, And there's nothing wrong with that. Like To say a guy is not... A top like uh an all-time great like who 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 is an all-time great like it's okay i'm not an all-time great i'm okay with that i had a great career i think i i played well and i did the best i could you're, you're a one percenter though so, yeah it's it's okay and but that's who he is and for people to say he's a top top dog quarterback in this league they are delusional <laughs> delusional yes. And, 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 but that's, that's the reality. But what I did love about it and how he adjusted, he was, he was not playing good football. He ran the second half. He ran, he, he's like, nah, man, I'm not going to sit in here and try to, I appreciate that. I don't think so, but I appreciate it. Uh, you know, like he made the adjustments and uses athleticism and legs to extend plays. Like, you know, there's no, they had no business winning that game, but they did. So you do have to give credit where credit's due. And same with Mahomes. Like, yeah, same with Mahomes. Like he, he was 30 me, or 39 for, two for 239 yeah. yards. That's back in the day, that's probably a 400 yard game. Yeah. It's not anymore. It is what it is, but he, guess what? He won. I'm eating crow today because he's in another Super Bowl. And I, I do think Andy Reid's carrying him. But the bottom line is, He's winning. He's there. He's won more than Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, all the guys we compare him to. He's in another Super Bowl. So I listen, it is what it is, but I'm not changing my take. <laughs> no mistake makes take a mistake, but I I'm not taking my take. <laughs> <laughs> Having said that, I sound like Biden. Right, what'd you say? <laughs> um he is in another Super Bowl. And I, I it is what it is. You pay homage, you you keep it moving. But, like, let's be honest, this is Andy Reid's greatest coaching job, in my opinion, ever. And what he's done with this team, with the skill set they have had, the ups and downs, the, the drop balls, all the things, um, I think schematically he puts he puts Mahomes in such a good position. And guess what? They threw the ball 12 times to Pacheco and out the backfield yesterday, like to the backs, both backs. Yeah, like, I mean, he averaged 4.4 he averaged yards attempt, like – but that's that, listen. He he did the he made the decisions and made the plays to win the game where Lamar couldn't. So made the big three down throw. Over yeah, the you, top. you have to. And for for the life of me, how do you not bring zero on the last? I, play I don't know, game? man. I, what, I don't know. What are what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? So yeah, now, I mean, listen. Let me transition to Lamar again. Let me transition back to Lamar again. Oh, and man. it's not not hate, Smitty. It's just the truth. This is your, Big Smitty, your, Tank Johnson, <laughs> the media, is MVP, correct? Yeah, yes, yes. The regular right. season MVP. The All MVP right. for the All regular right. season, correct. Right. So yes. the MVP put up 10 points. 
Yes. Well, it should have been and the yes. most important game of the of his career. Again, he goes to two and four. We got to start looking at this, should, man. Should, should have been seventeen. Yeah, should have been seventeen. Gotta, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, JB, hold on. We all played in coach. We, you, no, JB, come on now. Come on, come on now. I I know you're trying to make a point, but come on now. <laughs> like cross, let's, come on, baby. We, let, we, we hey, we, let, we, let's <laughs> let's ask. Let's ask. Does Tony ever get a job in the NFL again? I say no. Well, let's talk about it. <laughs> What's this guy doing? Play me. Man? Oh, God. Bitch ass niggas. I don't got to get on this bitch and be on no pussy shit. Go clean no shit up. Because I don't really give a fuck. I don't fuck with y'all. Have y'all niggas to really do something. Man, I do something. Here. Hey, I ain't get on that. Oh, God. But, hey, look. Y'all reading all this cap ass shit. You really believe it. I don't give a fuck. I ain't never been that nigga to go do all that. But yeah, man, that shit cap. I'm not hurt. None of that shit. Say that shit. Suck my dick too. Just embarrassing. I don't get it. I I say no. What? Come on, homie, be hood, but don't sound like a fucking idiot. I can't understand one word you said. <laughs> yeah, he just it's just a horrible. That's embarrassing. And then on top of that, like you you ain't you ain't play good this year. So like you did you already didn't play he, good. He has never really played. Never good. played good, but even more this year. And yeah. now and now you're being a distraction. Now you're being mature. Now, it just yeah. I, I I'm with you. I don't know. I. So I don't, I don't see no T picking them up. So okay, so so I want to transition off this point and make it a segue. This is why Andy Reid is on the thumbnail carrying Patrick Mahomes in a backpack. You know why? Because this guy has dealt with his kids' issues, with Tyreek Hill, with Kelsey the Shot and Taylor Swift, with now this guy going before the game on IG Live, which no, you know was brought to Andy's attention before the game, and he has dealt with all this and is back in another Super Bowl. You can't sit here and say that this isn't like greatness in front of our very eyes that we may have never seen before. Like the turmoil that he's dealing with, not turmoil, drama. I'm going to say drama. For sure. Is something that people don't appreciate that's never played the game. They don't even think about what we're talking about right now. Edub would be in the locker room like, fuck, coach, that's a hell of a, what you're doing with all this drama. Like me, me and Weddle and Smitty would be in the locker room, like looking around, like, damn, IG Live, Tony's on talking shit, coach, right now. Like, we <laughs> like, I will, hey, I will say this with this team and the job that all of them have done, right? Managing the season getting back to another Super Bowl. If you're in the AFC, you just had the number one defense, top five offense, MVP. How? Who's to say – how – is it only Burrow that could beat uh, – Chiefs? like, when I sit here – when I when I sit here and think about the game of yesterday, how do you envision moving forward that the Chiefs aren't in the Super Bowl every year? This is the worst offense they've had, the worst season that Mahomes has had individually – and they still get back there? Oh, my gosh. This is Patriots 2.0. It may be better. Like, he wins the Super Bowl. Number three, real conversations are going to start happening about he's going to start making a run. Like, he's already making a run. but Like a run run. Yes. <laughs> a real run where we thought never could be done. 
<laughs> and they're ah, JB, I'm so sorry. And they're going to get better, Weddle, too. Like, like you said, they're going to get some wide receivers in the draft for sure, or I mean, and or all just free agent. Yeah, so there's no way they're going to come back with the same yeah, that's, weapons. That's crazy, right there. You know, Rashid Rice is going to be better just being a little older. We don't they're like gonna, that. Like, we don't yeah. like that, JB. We don't like that. It's just, we don't like we don't like nothing with Pfizer. Hey, I've heard every conspiracy, Edum. Over the last twenty-five, I've heard the red and the blue conspiracy, the right and the left. It's a, they're going to go out and and, and and Kelsey's going to get on a knee and ask him for uh, ask her to marry him at halftime, and and they're going to come out and endorse Biden. And I'm hearing political play ploys going into this whole thing. Like, man, well, you, you, know, just- you know, if you have, if you have, like in today's world. It's not. It's not how uh, what what great person you are, character. It's not what you do in society. It's not what you do to help the youth. It's how many followers you have, and who yes. you hold the power with yes. how how much you can influence in social media, and who has the most influence in this world is Taylor Swift. So, I mean, at the bottom line, I didn't want the Chiefs in there, but you got to tip your hat to them. And I think the Chiefs are gonna blast the Niners. So, yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't say blast. Game. Super Bowl's usually really close, but I don't. I don't see. Uh, it might be like twenty-seven, seventeen, or something. Yeah, the, like the that. Chiefs' yeah, defense—they're—they're yeah, right. they're rock and rolling against that offense. I, 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 it's gonna be tough sledding. Move the ball on the flip side. The Niners' D isn't. They've been I mean, tripping they lately. Justin's in, in the second half. I don't know. I don't know. But talk about two of the teams that we don't want in there. We've got in there. The Niners and their. You know, I'm not watching Super Bowl. So I, I ain't watching Super Bowl. I'm gonna watch man. This is it. That was my. This weekend was my last week in the football. I'm moving. I'm focused on NBA now. Rest of the year and uh, some awesome. Tracking field or tennis or something. Uh, we're, we're LA Rams, man. I uh, grew up in LA. Jim Everett. I'm going to have Jim Everett on the show this week, I hope. And Jack Youngblood, two great oh, legendary guys. Yes. I'm going to have them on the show. Great. I, I, I grew up a Ram. There's no way. I don't care who's in Frisco, who's in LA. I could never vote for I can never root for the 49ers. I can't do it. Even though the Mahomes and the Queendom fan base beef that we have, the civil war that we have, I cannot root for the Niners. It's like the North versus the South. It's like the Giants playing baseball. If they play anyone in the World Series, I'm not voting. I'm not rooting for the Giants. I'm not rooting for the Niners either. We don't like the Bay. We don't like Northern California. It's like Kansas of California. We don't like it. It's foggy. It's always gloomy. It's rainy. It's shitty. I don't like Northern California. I like E40, too short. But other than that, I like your vineyards up in Napa. Other than that, you have nothing for me. The Golden Gate Bridge, maybe. But listen, <laughs> he yeah, keep naming well, stuff. <laughs> well, listen, I, I know it's I know it's an early early Super Bowl take, but you look at the two teams, you look at the backgrounds. I would say there's a thousand times more pressure on the Niners with the head coach, quarterback, uh, having to uh, prove right. He's a, he's the coach of a winning Super Bowl. He brought this guy along. He may throw more than he needs to run because he wants to show how good he is. Like, I don't know, you know, I don't know him personally. I know the success in this and that, but he's had his moments where uh, calling, play calling hasn't been the case. And then on the flip side, you got Lucy, Goosey, Mahomes. At the end of the day, in a, in a Super Bowl, you usually take the better quarterback if everything else is pretty even. And 
how do you bet against Mahomes? And he does. I, I got last year's Kansas City Niner game, and I've watched it over and over. We'll show it this week. Andy Reid went into the Niners when they were undefeated last year in Candles or in uh, Santa Clara and absolutely molly whopped uh, the Niners. He dissected their great defense, which was ranked number one at the time last year, and dissected it. I think he put up like 48 or something. Yeah, and D'Amico was the coordinator at that time. D'Amico was the coordinator, and Andy just shows again that, you know, he's playing. <laughs> He's just ahead, uh, yeah. shoulders above everybody yeah, else. Everyone else playing checkers. Yeah, and I, it's it's he's a top two to me all time coordinator, or pass or a, a game caller, and uh, this is crazy. This has just come out that this is the the the, the conspiracies of why everybody's out there. The American Airlines created a flight right after the Chiefs won last night to Vegas, calling it night flight number nineteen eighty nine, oh, one of Taylor gosh. Swift's albums. See, this stuff, this is the stuff that drives people insane about all this. I, I mean, when is enough enough? Like, when's enough enough? I'm not surprised. I'm surprised actually that Detroit didn't win. Um, and and and, and to the conspiracy theorist script take that you wouldn't have Eminem and Taylor Swift performing at halftime. That was the shocker to me. But there's uh, been like four conspiracies though, because then we talked last week. We talked about the Super Bowl logo color. Yeah, it's supposed to be the Ravens and the Niners. That was a setup to make money in Vegas, dog. You oh get my gosh! Setup. Hey, um, <laughs> hey, Edub, transitioning before you get out of here. Uh, before we do some hell yeah, hell nah. Good friend of mine, um, Greg Olson. Good dude. I coach his little brother Kevin. Kevin's coaching high school ball now. Uh, Greg, one of the best tight ends ever. Uh, I think you would agree. That he's probably one of the best. I think he's a great announcer. I think he's the best announcer on in football. He's, so um, he's stepping down. Well, they're moving him out of Fox's uh, game calling next year because Tom Brady starts his $375 million contract next year, putting Olsen out on the outs. Um I didn't even know that. It's funny. I saw quick side. He's, he's literally not calling games anymore. Or is he just going second base? He's just no, going- he's not even on their lineup. He's not in their lineup. He was. It was a done deal last year that he was gone because Brady was replacing him. Bailey, I don't know if you got that. in. Bailey was. Uh, he was getting replaced by Tom Brady, and uh, it is unbelievable to me. Do you? Can you? I mean, what do you? How do you take that? Like, I don't get it. I mean, I, I, I didn't even know that, first of all. And second of all, I saw Tom Brady in studio like a couple weeks ago, by the way, getting like a whole tour. So I, I he is starting his clock soon. He was at Fox about two, uh, about three weeks ago. There it is right there. Yeah, I, I just think he's going to be number two. Yeah, it says down from the number he's gonna, one. He's going to get the yeah, he's yeah. Gonna get the one o'clock Carolina versus yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicago game that no one's going to watch, unfortunately. Uh and bubble money talks and contracts override doesn't matter your ability to do the job, unfortunately. And just just like, you know, guys get drafted, they play higher than guys that don't because even though the other guy's better and same thing, you're getting paid a lot of money at certain positions. You got to play because we paid you money. So it's understandable. It's not right. And Greg's Greg's legit, man. He any. You know, like you said last week, he went over, over. you know, he did NFL, uh, didn't he do K- Canadian or USFL, XFL, something, whatever. But he's a, he's a star. He has the it, and not everyone can call games. And I'll be interested to see how Tom does. And if I'm Tom, why, why do you even want to do that? 
I don't know, bro. I don't know. Why don't you do like the halftime show of you know an Amazon Prime game, like Big Wit? Like he's got the best setup. He goes in there like Wednesday night, flies in, does the show, sees all the teams he wants to say, stays in the loop, stays with all these organizations and owners, and then he gets out. Like that sounds like fun. Not I got an interesting text yesterday. I got an interesting text from a from a from an NFL guy, and we we were just talking in about this, all this same stuff and. um he was like, dude, this is like, this is mind boggling. I won't, I don't know why I would, I would never do that. And he's, he's hearing that Greg may leave the network to be, to keep his face because of his agency and agent wants like, ah, if you go take a back roll to this, we don't know. Sure. So it's going to be interesting. He got to be the lead dog somewhere. He's yeah, good. he's too good, man. I love, I love, I, I think he's great at, at doing this and calling it and, and stuff like that. So Just I don't know. know. Where he goes. Um, he's transitioning. Uh, transitioning real quick, Sirianni has made two former Chargers his coordinators in Kellen Moore and uh, Staley. You like those hires? Philadelphia to coach Jalen Hurts is Kellen Moore, and to coach the defense is Staley. Uh, this no, is- I mean, no, first of all, I would have never got rid of BJ uh, because – they were top eight in most statistical categories. I think the overall team comes back to the head coach and the debacle there. Not you don't throw your OC out, who I know players love and respect and work hard for. So uh, first, I would say to that point to give some love to Brian Johnson and hopefully he gets a job somewhere. Uh, I mean, I meant Fangio, not Staley uh, in Philly. I was going. Offensive yeah. coordinator is Kellen Moore. Defense coordinator is Fangio. So, uh, I mean, theoretically, Vic's a good hire of his, you know, history of defense and, you know, head coaching, not so much. But, yeah, I mean, I like the hire. I, I think he's well-respected. I think he runs a good system. Uh, it, it comes back, you know, comes back to players and, and how you get the best out of them. And that's why – I think Raheem's going to do a great job in Atlanta. He learned from his uh, his first, you know, ups and downs as a head coach and playing, getting co- coaching both sides of the ball. And listen, not a, any coordinator is going to get a 37-year-old off the street to come back and be smart enough to put him in positions to not end his life on the football field, not playing. Hey, you, you know what is interesting text I got from an NFL guy yesterday, too? Amazon's Prime. It's underneath the Prime realm, right? That means you pay for Prime. You get your packages sooner. You can get download movies, whatever. Prime. Do you know that they shot down um, the issue that they were going to allow cussing since it was Prime? Oh, they were going to allow cussing with like Marshawn Lynch being the figurehead because you know Marshawn's being pushed on Prime heavy. That they were allowed cussing and all the shit, and then the NFL was like, ah, we got to blah, 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 blah. And I'm curious if that's not the next move for a guy maybe like Pat McAfee to leave one and go to another where he has turned on the cussing part of this thing where people have had to accept him because he's the guy. And I'm curious if Amazon Prime don't go to that because the interesting message I got. And it is, it does make sense. It's prime. They cuss. They do all you can watch or whatever. I'm wondering because Kirk Herbstreet, who's who's been on the show, he's done, you know, I think he's a great college guy, adversary. He's the best college guy. But NFL wise, I think him, 
I think he struggles a little bit because it's so hard. It gets pulled in a million ways in college, NFL, game day, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think the NFL should be the NFL. Like, guys, I think Greg Olson fits that role perfectly. Or guys like that. Like, there's other guys out there. Like, I love Sherman on there and, and other guys, but I, I don't know. I don't know what you think about. Hmm. No, nah, I mean, I, I mean, if it makes sense, it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Amazon, he says, it's a more of an open, loose pr- platform, so to speak, where you can kind of be your personality, be yourself. You mentioned Marshawn, entertaining, uh, <laughs> entertaining guy, to say the least. You know what I'm saying? And they, they have been pushing him. So, no, nah, I mean, who knows, man? Every year, I feel like now, you know, the in the media world, the media world is almost like, like, like the athletes itself. Like, there's always some type of big news. This guy's going here. This guy's going there. So, I mean, time will tell. Let's do some hell yeah, hell no, get E-Dub out of here uh, and in this show for this great Monday, E-Dub Monday, Eric Weddle Monday. We had a loaded lineup today. Thanks to Jarrett Payton, the son of sweetness, Walter Payton joining us. Uh, Big Matt dropping some bombs, truth bombs. E-Dub joining us. Uh, E-Dub, before we do hell yeah, hell no, give us a quick rundown of Super Bowl week preparation on what mm. you have to deal with regarding Radio Row, media, and all your obligations, and then prep uh the kansas city chiefs or the 49ers if you're on either team well yeah i mean my, our mine's mine's a little uh unique because it was at home so oh, uh right. I, you hear all the stories of radio row and then you got to go to these convention centers and sit there for two hours and do an interview after interview and you got this obligation that listen our week before we went we had the you know i think we went monday through thursday Gave us uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. Installed, basically got got our bodies back. We were pretty beat up at the time, mainly the other guys. I, I mean, after that Niners game, I remember only sleeping about four hours over a two-day stint, two nights, because I was in so much pain. So it, it, we were – it's about getting your body back, getting your minds back. And then the week of, we were at our facility. So we didn't go – we didn't go down to – the LA until the night before. Remember, remember the the stupid restrictions were still in and all that BS. So we we had, it was a it was a fake Super Bowl in the sense of what the traditional Super Bowl is. Right. And thankfully, because all that all that nonsense that you have to go through or go and find to do. So normally you fly in the week of. And then you practice at either the local college or the local NFL. They rotate uh, each day. You have media obligations. It's really, really draining uh, from what guys have said in the past of, of being in that Super Bowl and playing. And I think it was a huge advantage for us in that game, being able to keep our normal routine that we've done all season. Yeah. And I, I just hope that it's in Vegas. I just know that that's going to be possible, a possible distraction for both parties here. The Maybe. one team, the one team that handles that the best, which I give the advantage to the Chiefs, even being in the Super Bowl before 2020 and after, knowing what it will be like compared to what it was. Whoever handles all that stuff, the distractions are going out, and who can corral their team with the leadership. And saying, hey, guys, like, we can go to strip clubs. You can buy women all you want. Let's just do it after the Super Bowl, right? Let's party for six months instead of let's party in the week before and then have that be a deterrent of how we play on Sunday. So 
that'll be big. Who handles that and, and who can ha handle their roster? Who's going to handle those distractions? Will be just as, as key to actually playing the game. No doubt. I agree. Um, hell yeah, hell nah. Let's do it in the show with this. Uh, great show to everybody today. Um, hell yeah, hell nah. I got to ask you if Andy Reid wins another Super Bowl, does he walk off into the sunset and retire? Hell nah. Hell no, nah. no way. He like they're 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 in the like they're in the the dynasty right now. That makes sense. So it would be crazy to win and then just leave. Like uh, he's he's trying to get as many rings on his finger, I think, as he can, and then he'll he'll cut out. But hell he nah. he looks good. He looks healthy. He looks happy. Lost some weight. And, yeah. yeah, like who? And you get to a certain age, and the more I see older, you know, older people. A lot of times they they need to stay out of the house to get away from their wife because they don't want to be at home so much or they need I, to get I out of the house. Him, like, I use that against that? him on this one. I think he wants to get home with his, all the kid issues that he's had and unfortunate mishaps that's happened. If that, if that was the case, he would have retired 10 years ago. Yeah, like with, maybe. With, that, with that explanation, you should have been at home helping your kids out. I think he let time heal all wounds. In, in life. <laughs> I think he's thinking. Ah, you're wrong on this one. Next <laughs> one. <laughs> Next one. Yeah, he, he walks you away at least for a year. Us. No, one, least for year. no one wants to see that. Next, next one. Hell yeah, <laughs> hell no. Nah. If Shanahan loses to Reed again, is he on the hot seat? Hell no. Nah. He's in Super Bowl. He's good. <laughs> You know how hard it is to get. Hold on, JB. Why you like? How many times does he have to go to lose? He's in the Super Bowl. I don't give a fuck. You know how hard it is to get to the Super Bowl, JB. I mean, Weddle literally knows. It's it's and it's hard as hell. You're one of the last two teams remaining. You're the best team in the NFC. Oh, on, on the Rolls Royce. I can't wait to see it. Come on, now. <laughs> JB is all all it. It. I love it. I love it. But. Hell yeah! Hell nah. Dan Campbell displayed the worst head coaching mistakes in the history of head coaches. History is a big, like a big word. Yeah. Hey, I don't remember anything being that bad. I'm going to be honest. I mean, it's top of mind right now. I say hell well, yeah. Hey, 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 yeah. hey, hold on now. First one that comes to mind, does, does, uh, was it Indianapolis or, or, or the New England that went for it on their own 20 yard line? Because they didn't want to give the ball back and got stuffed, and they and they ended up kicking. Was it. that the Atlanta New England game, twenty eight three game? No, no, no. It wasn't a it wasn't a playoff game. It was a regular season. Mm, I just think the game going to the Super the Bowl was magnified. It's magnified, E Dub, that that you did this in that game. Yeah, I'm gonna say hell yeah, Smitty. Go ahead, Smitty. Tell me, Smitty. I mean. The word history. He, don't know, he only goes back three years. No, nah, I'm going to say hell no, but I just got, like, history? You know how much football has been played? Like, so I'm going to say hell no and just assume that we've seen some – if I do my homework, I bet I can find some other horrible playoff calls that yes. led to teams losing. So I'm going to say right. hell no. Yes, hell it, yeah, was, it, was, it was the Patriots – it was the Patriots-Colts at home, and they were up They were up either th three or four, and he didn't want to give the ball back to Peyton. So he went for it inside his own 30 or whatever. Oh, yeah. They didn't get it. They ended up losing that game. And you're like, really? You're not going to let your defense try to stop them? I guess my call. I remember that game, actually. Anyways, uh, sorry. I knew my memory. Not your Colts, Smitty. It's not your Colts. Hell. Hell yeah, hell no. Nah. Lamar Jackson is incapable of winning a big game. Hell no. Stop, bro. At the end of the day. 
He didn't play well yesterday. I will admit that. But still, it was a great season. And this is the furthest he has been. They got to the AFC Championship game, which he's never been there before. So I know earlier Weddle compared him to Dak. Well, I can't compare him to Dak because Dak ain't never been to a championship game in his career. And he's been playing longer than Lamar. So I, I, I'm just saying we got to see it, of course. You got to know, but, but, that, but he's there. Is, the, is it really that difference, uh, AFC Championship, than not? Like, the reality is none of them have gotten to a Super Bowl. None of them have had success that they've done in the regular season. So, okay, he got one more game than Dak. But, the, I mean. Okay, but, but that's the narrative. Okay, Burrow got one more game than Lamar. He didn't win. So like, I, it, listen. It, 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 I don't. I don't say. I don't say anything about Burrow being a, this all-time great quarter. He hadn't done anything other than gotten to a Super Bowl and lost. Right to me, okay. to us. Same, same so page, yeah. me, I, I don't. Ain't up to me. Yeah. You lost to me. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Hold on, time out. That is a boy right there. Yeah, he lost to me. Like who he lost to? Hey, Eva, I just stand over my players in meetings like, Joe Burrow lost to me. Your coach. Yeah, your coach has one of these. We got one of these. It was, I was out there by myself. What you mean? I did Hell that. Yeah. I was doing yeah. it all. I studied that. I, I, I. Hey, the guy, the guy that owns Mahomes lost That's to it. me. Yeah. Sucker. So, uh, hey, E-Dub, much love. Yeah, I appreciate love you coming you guys, on this E-Dub Monday. You, uh, we got to get awesome together show. soon. Awesome show. See Peace. All right, Smitty, another great one. Pound the like, subscribe, become a member if you're not one. This should have 15,000 likes, but I don't get it. Um, I got to take a bit business call now. Smitty been bullshitting all last week. He's now on the show today, but, you know, he got it. I actually got a hair jump off. I got to take a quick shower. I got a meeting at 9.30, a meeting at 10. I have a call at 11 while I'm in the car on the way to work, which I have a, a work meeting at 12, a work meeting at 12.30. My show starts at 1.30, doesn't end till 3. I'll be in traffic from 3.30 to 4.30 to get back home, and I'll finally be able to sit down for a little while and eat for an hour, talk to the wife, and then I'll get back to my on my computer to send these emails out and cold call. My life is nonstop right now. No one can outwork me. No one on this show can outwork me, JB. Does not know what hard work is when it comes to my level. It's levels to hard work. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 on the elite level of hard work, and that's what it is, though, man. So y'all pound that like button. We had 1300 here in the show, almost 1400. We might one of our biggest shows since JB and I have been together. So shout out to y'all, and uh, tomorrow's gonna be even bigger and better. Oh yeah, so have you talked to him? I have, I have, and uh, I met him, and during. Derwin James, I mean, pros, pros, these guys, Keenan Allen, but uh, I was a little starstruck. And we'll dive to that a little bit tomorrow. Let's say that clip for tomorrow. Uh, again. Can't wait for tomorrow's show. It is all Lamar. Tank Johnson joins us. We got a loaded lineup. Steve Kim, Tank Johnson, Michael Lombardi, Doc Talk Tuesday, Dr. Jesse Moore. I mean, we got to go on and on and on. Big Matt Majeski. I don't know how we're fitting all these people in, but it's the greatest show on planet Earth. Pound the like button. If you don't, you're a sucker, a buster, and a... Much love. Pound the like. We'll see you all tomorrow. Take care. Be safe. We'll see you in about 21, 22 hours, God willing. Peace. 
Missing, we switched it and filled the gap. Smitty and Jason Brown, we killed it, yeah, it's a wrap. We won the games we missing, we switched it and filled the gap. You are now tuning out to the Coach JP.